death, death comes sweeping down, filthy death, the leering clown, death on wings, death by surprise, failing evil from worldly eyes, death that spawns as life succumbs, while death and love, two kindred drums, beat the time till judgment day, an actor in a passion play, without beginning, without end, evermore. Amen. Intellectual decay! Turn it over, watch your face! has put the fear of death in the living and sent the dead running for their lives. Welcome to the Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast. This is your host, Stephanie. Go, bear these tidings to great Lucifer. Say Faustus doth surrender up his soul, so he will spare him four and twenty years to give me whatsoever I shall ask, to tell me whatsoever I demand, to slay mine enemies, and aid my friends, and always be obedient to my will. Joining me tonight are Jesse. You will see the fetishists and the weirdos, the twilight ones whose overpowering thoughts find outlets in unnatural ways. I've got soap in my eye! Oh, get me a towel, will you? Please, there aren't any more towels here! The living dead and the dying living, they're all cut from the same cloth. Melissa? Run! No! And John. This is Max Hedrum, and what you're about to witness is one of the most sinister-sounding intros to a trailer to one of the greatest epics ever produced in the history of television. You know, you've got a real nice ossuary. Wake up, On this episode, we are introducing a brand new segment, Flux Incapacitator. Followed by our feature presentation, Cemetery Man from 1994, which was selected from the Monster Head Lottery. Thanks, Trish the Mortician. But first, we're going to stop in at the Sleazy Speakeasy. I didn't mean to scare you. I saw that bottle. thought it looked pretty heavy. I, I ain't got no diseases. You mind if I have a drink? All right, what is everybody drinking? Uh, I'm drinking My Bloody Valentine Ale from Alesmith Brewing Company. It is 6.66% alcohol by volume. Wait, what's, what's, I don't understand. Why is it 666? What does that mean? Because it's like My Bloody Valentine, <laughs> like the horror movie with like a heart and it's got like a uh, shish kebab sticking through it. It's the Ballad of Henry <laughs> Warden. So let's read about it right here. Don't spend this single awareness day alone. Grab a beer! This red-blooded cousin of Evil Dead Red 
Ale. <laughs> Our Halloween Joe. I, I, you know, I thought I read it wrong. You. I was like, no, you said it right. <laughs> it's a beautiful crimson color. Notes of caramel toast and bittersweet chocolate balance an intense bouquet of floral hop aromas that we know you'll all fall in love with. The finish leaves a pleasant, full-bodied sweetness on the palate that won't spread angry rumors about you to all your friends like that one time when I was, oh, 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 happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Pair this beer with Jilted Lovers, Reservations for One, and your favorite emo album. Oh. In my case, goth. Goth yeah, album. Goth. Listen to some Sisters of Mercy, you know. Mm. Can I try that? All by myself. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's a red ale, so it's kind of, like you probably ales. won't like it. It's not, ooh, that's pungent. Yeah. It's just not good. Yeah, you gotta like brown ales. Yeah, I mean, and I don't. I'll go go next. I am drinking Harpoon's Winter Warmer Cinnamon and Nutmeg Holiday Ale. Um, and there's a little blurb on the back. Tis not the first snow that falls or the first holiday song. Tis the seasonal aroma of cinnamon and nutmeg drifting from the brew house that heralds the season of tradition, wonder, and the overuse of tis. Tis. tis, like tis, tis, tis the like, thing. Like when I'm gonna, I'm gonna tease! <laughs> I'm gonna tease all over you all! <laughs> Alright, Melissa, what do you got there? Basic I B. have the Basics Cider. Rosé made with rare French red flesh apples by Angry Orchard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sounds real fancy, but then... Nah. And then it's Angry Orchard. But it's like, nah. Rosé. Um, so I'm drinking a an Austin East Cider's Original Dry Cider. How do you like them apples? Oh! Um, it's a five percenter. Their uh, blood orange one is pretty tasty. Yeah, I thought the blood orange was good. And you know, this is a it says it's dry cider, but like honestly, compared to other dry ciders I've had, it's not that dry. It's good. It's like a good in Yeah, I was drinking the blood cider at uh, the Exhum Films. Yeah. Uh, Rock and roll nightmare triple feature we went to last night, Stephanie and I. Yes. And they played um, trigger treat. Uh, what was the first one? 1986. Terror, Terror on Tour. Terror on Tour which from that, 1980. That was the first time I've seen that movie. Terror on Tour, I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube to watch for free. And I would say don't pay for that movie, but watch it if you're drinking because it's fucking hilarious. It, yeah, it's funny. It's, so is it, a, is it an 80s film that's, that was filmed in the late 70s and it looks like the late 70s or it definitely feels like an 80s Yeah, it feels like it's got like disco vibes going on and okay. stuff like that. But the acting's terrible. Like the acting, <laughs> the acting, like it, it's it, so awkward in the beginning that you're like, you look around and you're like, is this is it worse? Me? Is, is it, it worse than The Carrier? I mean, it's bad, dude. It's like, it's like same level. It's like same level. It's like funny. There, there's a lot of women making like sexy sounds that sound like they're they may be trying to like fart <laughs> or rub their like punan. Like you yeah. can't tell the difference. It's just weird. It, it's weird. They're like, oh, come here. Oh, oh, uh, trying to be se- sexy. Oh. And, the one, and the one woman's like rubbing like rope on a her noose, face. No, a noose on her face. Not a, not, an, not a noose. A noose. Not but, like a noose butthole, but, but like a, rope, a, a noose, noose made of rope. Exactly. Oh, Robin yeah. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. God damn. John. Let John. John. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. John has turned on his creator. <laughs> I'm really upset, John. You disappoint me. Um. And then what was the oh? Ev- what did you say? Uh, the last one was New Year's, New Year's Evil. Evil. Yeah. yeah. Great. I mean, the three great movies, but Trick or Treat, I really primarily went there to see that on 35 millimeter, and it was great. It was yeah, amazing. Really great. And then that movie next to those other two movies, Trick or Treat's like a legit awesome movie, filmed awesome, and the acting is like as good as it's going to get for like that type of a movie. But yeah. when you watch Tyrone Tour before it, you're just like, whoa, big difference in yeah. quality here, guys. Yeah, whoa. yeah it was not great. Like, big, big difference. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've been gone for quite some time. It was probably the biggest break we've taken yeah. um, on the podcast mm-hmm. since we started recording. You know, we missed weeks here or there, sometimes two weeks in a row, but we've never been like gone for like a month. And that's basically what it's been almost at this point, like a yeah. month. Uh, and that was because if you don't follow us on Instagram 
and on uh, Facebook. That's because uh, me and Steph's uh, best buddy Ali, our cat, passed away. Um, yeah, he was yeah, he was sick for a little while, and then he. If you've listened to us for for you know since the beginning, maybe he got sick before, like two years ago, and he kind of recovered from that, and then he had a kind of relapse and got sick and never kind of got yeah. better. He, not to bum anybody out, no. but you know we like to give you guys an explanation of what's been going on. It's not that we've been slacking or something like that. Yeah, just real stuff in our life has happened that's prevented yeah. us from doing that. We wanted to concentrate all our efforts on him. And I do want to say, and I'm sure Steph does want to say that everybody, and like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to make Steph cry here or anything no. like that, but like <laughs> everybody has been super, super, super awesome on Instagram and Facebook, reaching out to us, um, just e- either commenting or sending us a direct message or, you know, some people that I actually talk with um, have been sending me text messages and sending gifts and stuff like that. Like you, you guys are not required to do that. And it really is like amazing when you, that all the response we've had and people just being great. Yeah. It's been really, really awesome. And it's awesome to have people out there that sh- uh, share the same feeling about animals as we do, yeah. where like animals are like our, are part of our family. Uh, I know a lot of people out there and I'm sure you have coworkers that are just like, Oh yeah, the cat's sick. We put it to sleep. But like, that's not how we on this podcast are with our animals. They're a huge part of our family. Yeah. We treat them. Um, you know, when they get sick, we treat them like humans. We would treat them. You don't just, if your animal gets sick, you don't put them to sleep, you know, something right. like that. So we, we went through a long battle with Ollie and we ended up doing what we thought was best for him. Um, we didn't want him to suffer anymore. No. And he gave, he gave a, he gave a good fight and, uh, but he's an old man. So, yeah. you know, we didn't want to prolong, prolong that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, um, leading up to that stuff, what do you want to say yeah. about oh, this? Oh, so we're, um, I, well, I, I Matt, to, oh, sorry, real quick. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to a couple people. Yes. Um, before we do this, um, I want to say thank you to Charles Clary for sending us an awesome package that had a portrait of Ollie. He did on it with charcoal. Yeah, that was beautiful. He sent a bunch of other gifts along with that, but that was the one that just made us have a little uh, mental breakdown for yeah. a little bit there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Matt Slap, which yeah. we'll mention in a second, sent us a lot of um, really, really nice gifts. And um, Rebecca from Instagram. Rebecca Gallardo, yeah. She made. Um, she also she, did a portrait of Ollie. She also did a portrait of Ollie. Which is kind of Kind of in a similar style that uh, Charles did, but a yeah. totally different picture. Yeah. And they're both side by side amazing yeah they're, they're, gonna, they're both amazing they're gonna go on the wall so yeah. we can look at them every day uh, great great memorials to our little buddy so that i can look at them and cry every day Thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much rebecca i really appreciate yeah. it no, it, does, it means a lot guys like it's, honestly yes everyone has been so wonderful so i just really appreciate it and uh, you, you made my my morning and my graving a little easier so i appreciate that appreciate all you guys um so yeah so matt slap as I, we mentioned he sent us a package and in it he included a uh, bottle of gin uh knickerbocker um it's a new holland artisan spirit and so we're gonna crack that open, and uh, we're gonna drink a little bit to our to our buddy. We're gonna do a toast right now. Let me pour John some real quick because he wanted some. Thank you, buddy. And um, to the to the coolest cat that ever lived. Yeah. Like honestly, he was so social, and anyone who met him loved him, and he always wanted to hang out with his peeps. Yeah, and, he, he uh, was like a dog. I mean, was, like like yeah. you know, you know, some cats. Like I'm sure everybody has a cat that like just sleeps, and you don't see that yeah. cat at all. But like uh, he was a social cat. He was like a dog. Yeah, and stuff like that. So he, he was, was very he, trusting too. Like he, he would prominent. let me hold him, and oh, yeah. a lot of cats like don't let you as a stranger just like hold him. And he would let me baby him. Yeah, he would. And protect him from Crawley. Little <laughs> asshole sometimes. <laughs> him. I miss him sniffing my jacket. Yeah. Uh, cheers to Ollie. Cheers to All right, up next, it is the Flux Incapacitator. Do you believe in time travel? Future kill. Flux Incapacitator. All right, guys. So we have a new segment, the Flux Incapacitator, which is basically going to be um, a bullshit excuse to talk about new things. You know, this is the 80 horror, 80s horror podcast. Um, mm-hmm. 
We try to squeeze things into um, sometimes. We try to squeeze too much into the sleazy speakeasy, um, and I'm probably more guilty of that than anyone else. Me and John probably. You guys are pretty good with like keeping stuff limited. And then it gets edited out, and then we do <laughs> yeah. the episode, yeah. and it's three hours long, and, and then I, I cry and, and inside. And then you guys yeah. say we're going to talk about it later, Blade Runner, and then we never do. <laughs> and when you do a three-hour podcast, you can't like you have to be very selective of what you keep in. And so this is a way for us to be able to keep in that information, talk about new movies that yeah. people are talking about. It's like holding in a fart. And um, <laughs> I've been trying to be very proactive with posting things on Instagram, uh, yeah. new movies that we watch, and just mm-hmm. trying to get feedback from other people. And it's actually been really cool. People have been super, super responsive on Instagram about that. So if you're not on Instagram, sign up. And uh, follow us, uh, Save the Same Podcast, yeah. Instagram. Do it. Um, so, yeah, that's what it's going to be. Flux Incapacitator. You know, the Flux Capacitor is what made We're going into travel. the future. It, it made time travel possible. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not going to explain the segment name, but I just did. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, we're going to talk about some new movies here that we watched. Uh, maybe not so, but like, you know, massively new. But the first one I think we'll talk about is uh, Black Coat's Daughter. Me and Steph watched that. Um, you know, pro- before uh, Melissa and John did, and we kind of, and then yeah. I went back and kind of said, like, I wanted to do my, re- I wanted to redo my list, and that was my mm-hmm. number one for the list. And then I'm um, was pleasantly surprised to hear, um, oh, at man. least John liked it, and uh, no, I liked it too. Melissa liked it as well. Oh man, it I was had free on Prime, so I was happy. Such good feelings about that. Yeah, fucking movie. I know, and I, I know it's, it's so frustrating because usually I fall asleep when we're watching a movie together. But then he did. Jesse fucking fell asleep during that movie, yeah. and I had to watch it by myself. And then I was like, I can't even talk to anybody about this movie. Oh my god, because <laughs> he was asleep. So yeah, yeah. this I, and I didn't fall asleep because the movie's trash. I fell asleep because I was fucking like uh, allergy medicine up. Yeah. So it but it's also a movie you really have to concentrate. And on. That's why I rewatched yeah. it the next day. The next day I rewatched it. And I was like, this can't be doing phenomenal. something and have it in the background. Oh you no, have absolutely. To pay attention. Um, I just like it reminds me a lot of and maybe you'll agree or disagree of The Exorcist Be- not The Exorcist of you know the possession itself but the scenes in between of the possession where they're doing that tension mm-hmm. and it's very long scenes that's what it felt like to me and I just like that it's one of the I like ambiguity in movies I don't like I don't want the movie to explain everything to me I want the movie to present uh, what it's going to present yeah and that movie is full of ambiguity, and even the ending itself, you could interpret it in slightly different I like, ways. I like when they let you fill in the pieces, because uh, it's always better when you let someone's imagination fill in the pieces than when you just spell it out for yeah. them. It's always better. Always better, Ritual. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I really, I mean, I thought everything, I thought it was it was super creepy. I, was, I loved mm-hmm. just the overall feeling of the movie. I thought the acting was really good. It was. I was really happy to see the girl from Mad Men. Um, the daughter in something new, and she's very, very. She was good. really good. She's very good. Um, Emma Roberts. Uh, Emma Roberts was really good too. Um, yeah, there's some time jumps in there, and I like there's a there's a uh, there's a very sleepaway camp moment in that movie. Oh yeah, yeah, and absolutely. it's shown very. It's not. It doesn't have the same. Um, it's not like the end of the movie you know where it's is? a punchline, but it's in the middle, kind there's of no building it, it's to a crescendo. It's not in to the, make like an unfair yeah. comparison, but there, that movie. Um, oh fuck, what the hell is it called? The uh, the um. Give me a hint. God damn it. With the red face dude and the black, black face, and he appears in back of the woman for real quick and he just Oh, it was like in, was in Insidious. 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 Yeah. Not to make an unfair comparison because it's totally not like that movie at all, but like that particular scene with the face flashed in back of her and kind of freaked you the hell out. There's a lot of subtle stuff, more mm-hmm. a lot subtler well, than that. Well, even when she's but in like, the hospital and you see out like... Out of focus things. Oh, yeah. Like, out of, yeah, yeah, out of focus things behind her. And yeah, and the Exorcist, the, the the exorcist one, does that. The, my favorite yeah. scene in the whole movie and it just gave me fucking... Like, it's really hard to give make me have chills. Yeah. Like, I'm such a jaded person. I watch horror movies for so long and it's not that I can't appreciate things and not get the chills from them but to actually physically give me the chills is awesome and when the like, one girl goes down the basement and looks through that window yes. and she sees her like praising real quick yeah. it's like a flash yeah it was just so yeah. 
Like, yeah. just so, like, yeah. made me feel so uncomfortable, and it was great. Um, it's so fucking I, good. Yeah, dude. I, like, wasn't... I'm getting chills just thinking about that But we all didn't scene. think it was going to go in the direction it did, right? No, absolutely We not. definitely thought it was two separate stories. I thought... Oh, that, that, that. I, I, yeah. I mean, stuff will say, I, I, I figured that out, like, almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. I, I figured that out, I too. I like, I couldn't figure out how Emma Roberts, like, fit into it and everything, mm-hmm. and then when it ended up being that, I was like, okay, I guess, but you just didn't have a good sense of, like, how much time yeah. had passed. Yeah, I, I don't like that, the too. Issue. I like that, too. I mean, they don't need to say that after you figure it out, and you and the age difference obviously yeah. gives it away, so, like, that was cool, because I feel like, for for you, at least, that was, like, a big a big surprise, and, and if they would have given you dates, you probably mm-hmm. would have put it together more quickly yeah. in your head. Yeah, they do a lot of um, flashbacks with her, then her digging out, like, a scar, and then yeah. you're like, okay, all right, I understand now. And that and that ending is just ending. like, oh, my God, dude. But what? why so did good. that have to happen? Why uh, um, did that... Um, why was that right, important? Well, the, the, the title of the movie is Black Coat's Daughter, which is very, I think, after you watch it, you understand why it's Black Coat's Daughter, because... Her father figure, spoiler alert, is the devil. Yeah. So when you get that scene where she's being exercised, yeah, and she's like, she Don't kill. like the ambiguity in this that movie. Is, oh, no, that is you can't just go. That is the creepiest part of the movie when yeah. she says, "Don't go." Yeah, it really and is. She's yeah. like reaching out. Yeah. Oh my god, I, I just and, like and but she wanted the devil. Yeah. Her. The ambiguity. Well, the ambiguity is: is she insane or is she actually possessed? Because mm-hmm. you don't know if the exorcism is her letting go of her psychosis or she is actually demonically possessed but either way she's trying to kill again to bring the devil back and curry his favor and when it doesn't work and she's crying at the end and she's frustrated that's what it was yeah. it's because that she, she didn't pos- succeed I thought she, she was, was all, possessed she was, do- no, no, she she was, was doing trying all, to get him she was to doing another back. offering yeah. Yeah. she was doing oh. another offering to the boiler and she realizes that it's gone. Yeah, she puts it's, her hand against the boiler. It's I cold. I thought still. she had God, to it's do so that. Good. It is so good. <laughs> so I good. thought the demon was inside her, made her do that, and then the demon left her at the end, and she was completely alone. No, no. she's, she's she sane. Possessed that and whole she's, time. She's technically sane in the jump well, forward. And, and then John like said it perfectly. He said like, "You don't need to." The ambiguity is what makes it good. Like if you would have taken that same story and tried to put some bullshit on it, like in the beginning, like you know, kind of kind of like bookshelved it and made it tra- more perfect. It would have not had the same feel. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it has this. Like, maybe if they said, like, this building has such and such involved with it, and blah 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. It would have just felt like, eh. Like this time, you just get the you get to decide for yourself how it happens. She's yeah. dealing with some weird tension at the girls' school, and you don't know about the situation with her parents or not, and so she's under these stresses. And like the second scene is her talking to the priest who's leaving. Yeah, and, oh, and she's so and it's fucking a very, weird. It's a very long scene weird. where yeah. she's kind of looking far away and not looking at yeah. him, and like so when, fixated on something else in the room. When the girl from Mad Men is talking to the roommate girl at the one point, and you get the roommate's perspective, and then later they show you what she saw. Her perspective was, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god, that is amazing!" The fucking devil's just chilling. Yeah. He's just chilling there in the yeah. corner, and it's like out of focus, so you just see his like silhouette. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, it's just stuff like that, man. It's stuff like that, and like that's kind of what I felt like eyes of my mother when I watched that. That's kind I kind of got like the same feels as that, like where like that guy was really in touch with how to make things effective in that way without just beating people over yeah. the head with it, like altered carbon, just like beating people oh over the god. head with it, beating, beating, <laughs> beat over Listen, your head. No, Jonathan and I like uh, altered carbon. You want to hear? You want to hear about stacks? Let me just keep it fucking. Oh, stacks, guys, stacks, no, but stacks. If I you know what stacks are, no, tits? you still don't know what stacks. Stacks. Oh, I, stacks. I don't. I don't and, yeah, I don't disagree. They throw a lot at you to world yeah. build in the first couple episodes, but it gets. Yeah, I'll it, be it interested gets, to see if mute holds up. I haven't watched that yet either. Oh uh, man, and it's crazy because like um. David Bowie's like son was a Ziggy. Uh, ah, fuck! It's not Ziggy Bowie, is it? Mm. Maybe it is. I don't know. Is I, I want to no, say he has it? a different name. I think it's a different last Moon name. Moon was it? awesome. Yeah. And then 
Wow. Wow was not awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that was not good. And yeah. now maybe and, he did and, that. And, and now maybe it's gonna come back around. Like I'll say, for what Wow was, it he, wasn't as bad as it could have been. It could have been worse, right? But it still was <laughs> shit. I don't yeah. And like that's just giving him a little credit because I don't just want to just yeah hold his face down in the dookie too long. All right, what else do we want to talk about? We want to talk about... Uh, Let's talk about the ritual real quick. Yeah, the ritual. Because I kind of think that branches off well into that movie. Oh, now, I think so, yeah. The, ri- the ritual, uh, apparently, and I haven't read it, but I've heard many people say that it's based on a book, and in the book, it's about a bunch of metalheads that go into the woods, and it's a lot... The way people describe it to me, and this is me going off what other people said, it, it, it makes a lot more sense how things happen, and my biggest problem with this whole movie is how things happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. what did you think about it, Steph? Um, I mean, I didn't hate it. <laughs> it wasn't great. Like, there were things I liked about yeah. it. Um, I thought that, um, like, the creature I thought was really cool. Right. I thought, like, when they found the cabins, I thought that was super creepy. Yeah. And they found that goddamn thing up to upstairs where then oh, the guy was like, the guy was like that's, praying that, to that's, it. That's right. That yeah. shit was really awesome. How they woke up and they didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so creepy. Guy pissed himself. I feel. Yeah. All right. So here, my, I feel like there was too much time wasted with, with them in the woods as yeah. as opposed to like things happening that could have been creepier. And I also, and I, and I, I've had argue with people with this, and I understand what people say. Like, when people consistently make wrong decisions, it really irritates me, and I let them slide for only so long. But when you're consistently just doing the wrong thing and wrong thing and wrong yeah. thing and wrong thing, then I just like, then I'm just like, these writers are fucking assholes. Like they don't know. Like for instance, like the whole reason they go out on this trip is because of their buddy getting killed. Like yeah. they want to like fulfill something that he wanted to do. And on their way back from doing this little trip, the guy. The sprains guy, his ankle. The guy yes. sprains his ankle. A light okay? sprain. Well, like, it was his knee, and he said it was his meniscus. It's bullshit, okay? Because, like, <laughs> if, if we're being particular. It was fucked no, up no, later, was. His knee was no, no, horrible no, no, later. But here, the, here's the thing for me. Like, if you want to <laughs> sell me, if you want to sell me on the fact that they're they're willing to take a detour through thick as fuck woods because I'm yeah. putting myself in that situation, and if I'm in that situation, this is what I'm saying. I don't care if you don't want to be left alone. You're sitting your ass right here. We're going to go get help the way we're supposed to go because yes. I am not venturing through the fucking woods. What they needed to do was they needed to make that injury more like worse. worse. Like, yeah. like if he fucking tripped and a bone pierced through the skin and he was bleeding profusely, mm-hmm. then I might have then I might entertain the idea of running through the woods to get but it wasn't an emergent situation, so it just felt so stupid yeah, to me that they, I mean, that's that they did difficult. that. I, I, I get what you're saying. It's it's yeah. one bad decision that stacks on the other. I, you know what happens in real life when you do that? You end up on that TV show, I Shouldn't Be Alive, yeah. because you should be dead in the woods. Mm-hmm. That show is amazing, by the way. <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah I mean, I, I liked... Yeah, I, I get the decision making. It was kind of pulls you out of it, but I did like them sleeping in the cabin and waking up and having no, that. Was that was the best oh, part. I, I, that, that was yeah. that so too. good. I did that like effect that. I just my, my problem with the movie was like point A to point B shit. Mm-hmm. And for me, like that's important when you do a movie because like it takes me out of it when like you're not when I feel like the writing's not. I think as you're good misremembering though because the way somebody described the novelization to me was that there was metalheads in the woods that were praying to the god or whatever oh, like that. Okay, and they were fucking right. with them, and yeah. I think that's worse than. I think it's been done to death. I'd, I would rather, I'd rather they, the way they did it, where it's just kind of like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre of there's been people that have been led into the woods over the years. You find and their remains and stuff, and now they're trapped there and they worship it. Yeah. Because I, they did a good job of like showing the tents and the but I do people like had how, lived there. I like how it, the, the, the god creature or whatever like marked a certain person, yeah. and that was the person who was going to be Nordic brought lore, into the like, The village. Nordic lore was really cool. The creature was yeah. weird as fuck, though. Oh, it, it was weird as fuck. And you know what my problem is? It's like, 
they wanted you to believe throughout this movie that something was grabbing people and like running into the woods yeah. with them. Like so, the whole time I'm watching this movie, it this was is a made. giant moose. Yeah, yeah, that's cool and everything. But I it had like I weird like razorbacks, like, and it had like a person inside its mouth that I then like grudge it, grabbed. It. I expected <laughs> it to be some kind of tree creature because yeah. it was grabbing people and, and then it was impaling them, up. Yeah. them on, yeah, trees. on trees. And yeah. it also did like a it follows thing mm-hmm. too. Where remember that the guy that hurt his leg, for whatever reason they beat the shit out of him and then put him out there for the god. But like saw he wife. saw his wife, yeah. and it was very it follows. Like when he was thought I, he was seeing. I the like wife that they revisit the, eye, the I, weird eye. I, I like that they revisit that liquor store. It goes yeah. into like person's fears or whatever. Yeah. Goes into their mind. It seems like, and I and I. How I, did that see, one guy get away though? Because it I, seemed like the thing was just fucking with him, that, and then just let him. That whole scene was so that, weird. That is, I think, the the single misstep is that he's allowed to live and like kind of be on the outside. Oh, I hundred percent agree. Do? And when he's mocking it through the trees, I yeah. almost flipped over the coffee table and started pissing on it because I was so mad. Was it that he just like he just got out of? that area of the woods because it was right? marked it was yeah. marked with like yeah with that whole, yeah. That like whole area was marked with runes I, I wanted and, him and, kind of like because he never really gets over it doesn't seem like they really play a good job of him getting over his guilt because that dude reminded so me so that's why he got out because he got over his guilt that guy's face that's looked what like, I'm led to believe that main actor I, I, his face dude I just couldn't I do it like it. it it was like Ryan Reynolds mixed with like the hound from Game of Thrones yes. I wanted to punch him in the fucking face the whole time he was but on screen fucking Thomas from Downton Abbey was in it and I did not recognize let's, him let's go yeah. down the slippery shit slope more let's go down no. to Cloverfield Paradox Wait, real quick I just want to say Duncan Jones is um the oh, David, yes. David Bowie why did I get Ziggy from oh, well, David Bowie jo- <laughs> David Bowie's actual name is Jones isn't it David Jones something like that but the reason yeah. he changed oh, it is yeah. because it was and, too close and, to the guy yes. at the time and that's why the guy from Counting Crows wrote Mr. Jones and me Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe you at all. No. Look at you! I was like, I mean, no. well, he kind of looks like his dad a little bit. His eyes. It looks maybe? like he's a just. Little. It looks like he's eating peppers and milk all the time. I don't know. <laughs> all right, so Cloverfield Paradox. I don't have much to say about it because there is no reason for that. I, they should I, not have made that. Was not a good horror no. movie. Was not a good sci-fi movie. Yeah. The end. Oh my god! Like I, I want to say so much about the this movie. The disappearing, no, this reappearing this, this hand. This one to say. Okay, I want to say. I gotta say, people. Okay, when when, Cro- when okay when Cloverland came out, that was a surprise to me. Okay, because Cloverfield is not the movie that needed a sequel. Mm-hmm. And, Doesn't need to be and, a franchise. And to me, it was just an amazing thing that they managed to like. Okay, you did this, and congratulations, you made an amazing the movie, movie so good. based on a bullshit ass original yeah. movie that did not need to be seen or heard from again. And people will argue with me about this, and that's fine because this is just my stupid opinion, and my opinion's worthless. But I hated Cloverfield the first one. Stupid. Yeah. You didn't need a sequel to it. Now they're trying to just. Okay, so like after the second one, uh, now I'm hype. Now you got the now I'm on the hype train. I'm, I'm riding the fucking choo choo train. Okay, yeah. and <laughs> he's at Neverland. And and this ranch, comes and this and comes with out with little children. This like, comes Come out. Children. Oh, let, let's announce. <laughs> let, let, let's announce on the Super Bowl. Yeah. That Why? we have a nerd sci-fi movie coming out, so all the fucking bros can go watch this fucking movie that they probably don't even like or care about. That that was that good. was weird marketing. I mean, it was a good choice because that movie's garbage. Of all, and they got- the, of all <laughs> the movies, though, to pick to be like, this is what we're putting our Cloverfield. And you know yeah. what? I, I don't know what I'm saying to people. The one thing I'll give uh, I'll give Netflix about that they're doing that's kind of cool is like, you don't have that thing anymore where like a movie comes out and you just talk about it with your friends like you know like like a, like a VHS table come out and you'd watch it and you and your friends could all talk about it Netflix has kind of like repackaged that and it's like a thing where like if you have Netflix you're almost in like a cult oh, where yeah. you can yeah. watch these things with other people and talk about them yeah and, mm-hmm. and people and I, I feel like everybody has Netflix nowadays you know 
and it's cool. I feel like they did repackage it, but that movie, oh my god, this bullshit. Yeah, you can Waste just time. that. Like, I could make a movie like that too, and basically say like, okay, it's a multiverse, so I could do whatever I want. Netflix did redeem itself a little bit by bringing the uh, the Canadian series no. under under arrest no. to America, no. so that we could all enjoy it. But did you see? All, <laughs> but did you guys like find the like? There's Easter eggs in in Cloverfield Paradox for a part for no, the original I don't even ones. care. I don't care because I don't know, the, why? The, the one guy that's in it is um, John Goodman's brother. The guy that's talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're up there ripping holes in dimensions. and Is it really? He's John Goodman's brother. Oh. And then the people are in the people are in the bomb the bo- shelter. Right. I thought that, that, that was in. Yeah. 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 But you know, ultimately, but, I don't give a shit. But it's just dumb. It's like, and people are defending it like, oh, I thought it was really cool because, you know, they're just saying basically it's a multiverse. I was like, you understand that's bad writing, right? That you just say that and that and that's your excuse. I mean, on its on its face, it's not bad writing, but like again, when you have like no rules to anything, mm. then it's just yeah, exactly. It, it, Wait, so it lessens. No, no, this, John's right. Is it's, this it's, timeline like is it actually the a, third movie? Like it's a prequel. Years it's almost later, like it's a my argument with the prequel. Last Jedi okay. and Force powers being anything you want it to be. <laughs> yes, because why do rules matter? But it's, yeah. but it's to like the thousandth degree. Oh, and it is like, because and, the, and, with the multiverse and the Mandela effect, you can just do whatever you want. Exactly, and and it lessens the impact of moments that are supposed to be surprised. Like the ending of Cloverfield Lane was awesome because yeah. you know you you were kind of, you were struggling the whole time with, with was he crazy or was mm-hmm. he not crazy or was he crazy and he's right but you know, it kind of ended up being that one and then the aliens showed up and they gave you like they gave those aliens a couple you got a couple minutes with them to breathe you know that whole scene that unfolded with the yeah. alien outside so it, it it makes more sense that way when you're just like flashing an image up for me at like uh, two milliseconds and that was supposed to be like your stinger yeah. Chances are fucking now, okay? And also CGI. They were supposed yeah. to put this out. A studio was supposed to put out this movie and basically said, I'm not putting this shit out. This is fucking, this <laughs> yeah. is awful. This is god awful. Yeah. And J.J. Abrams came in and he's like, oh, no, 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 no. It's going to be good. I'm going to, let me go in and do a bunch of stuff in post and I'll, and we'll, and we'll make it good. He basically and put then, in like deleted scenes from Star uh, Star Trek. I was like, here you go. And then basically he, he brought it <laughs> back. It's a little lens flare here. He, yeah, he <laughs> brought it back to the studio and the studio is like, still don't want it. And then Netflix is like, we'll eat the shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, at least it exists. Like for those people that are fans, and Netflix was like, "Well, we'll be the vehicle if traditional studios don't want to put this out, and there's money involved in a theatrical release." Fine, we'll put it on. We'll ink a deal with Netflix. That's like saying, right? But, that, but whatever. I mean, like, John, I don't, don't give a shit about this movie. But at least some people. That's do like saying, it, like, it oh, well, you know, the Ghostbusters remix. I mean, remake. At least, <laughs> at, at least, <laughs> at least, Melissa McCarthy but exists. At least you, she exists. Would you agree? After we saw Annihilation today. That it is possible to do an all-female movie and have it not suck. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. There is fucking... I mean, listen. The cast of Annihilation, amazing. Yeah. All amazing. Natalie Portman, amazing. Um, What's her name, Steph? From uh, Sick oh, Boy Female? Um, Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee, awesome. Awesome. Westworld chick. The whole cast yeah. was pretty much amazing. Yeah, I mean, it I was great. To say. It was great. Great. Go see it. Go see the movie. Annihilation yeah. was great. It wasn't, like, mind-blowing, but it, it was, was good. It was, it was a unique yeah. story, and it was very... It was good. And, you- and my man... I can't think of his Oscar. name. Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Steph. I got. I had a dirt moment. Oh, oh my God. Steph, you just need to relax with that, okay? Because lately Oscar it's just Isaac. been like uh, Oscar Isaac. Like, <laughs> should yeah. be. Okay, watch Ex Machina, then you will understand. I finally did, guys. And? And I like it. Fucking I like it did a lot. Like the disco I scene? did not like the end. Disco scene. Disco scene was good. <laughs> I did not like the end. I don't like it anymore because like when Steph's, like, it just started recently where like, 
Once that climaxes, she's like, oh, and I'm like, and it's real weird for me because I'm like, oh. but he looks so different in that movie. It was it, I would never be attracted so, to him because he was that. so like like muscular. No, see, that's he what, looks yeah. fat to me. He looks like a greasy dago in that yeah, movie, like a jacked greasy dago. Like he, well, he just, has like a giant like, beard. Like yeah. if you were nuzzling yeah. his chest, it would just smell like parmesan. Like, I it, would like just, him. it would smell like chicken parmesan. All right, well that means it's time for trailer trash. My name's Francesco Della Morte. I don't know how the epidemic started. All I know is that some people, on the seventh night after their death, come back to life. Is it true what they say? That the dead come back to life here at night? With your consent, I'd like to marry Nagy. Not as long, dear, as I've got a breath in my body. We'll fix that right away. Stop. Killing the dead. If you don't want the dead coming back to life, why don't you just kill the living? Are you listening to me? Don't you believe me? No. Tough. Pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right, it's time for our feature presentation, uh, Cemetery Man from 1994, which was uh, selected from the Monster Head Lottery and was submitted by Trish the Mortician. Thanks, Trish. Um, spooky. <laughs> if spooky you, or spoopy? Spooky. No, not spoopy. Not fucking spoopy. <laughs> One spoopy bat. I still don't know what that means. I, Two spoopy bats. I, piss stuff off. I hate it. There are things in life that I hate. That's one of them. Three spoopy bats. <laughs> uh, oh, so just a quick explanation for uh, for anyone who is not a Patreon member. Explain. Or anyone new to the podcast. Steph. If you want to partake in the Monster Head Lottery. Gash, explain to me. If you want. <laughs> yes. That's when the gash goes. Stop playing gash. That's disgusting. What? what is that? It's a vagina. That's stupid. Isn't it gross? It's a wound. <laughs> the actual no, it's not a wound. It's a beautiful <laughs> part of my body. Doctors have confirmed this. No. I've, I've seen like I've seen scientists vigorously at work saying I mean, one this, could say that the penis is also a prolapse clitoris. They say this is a wound that will not heal. <laughs> oh my god, I don't think that's right. I mean, listen, doctor um, stuff. Dr. Oz, so, I don't know if you follow oh, him. No, fuck that guy. He is, he is confirmed. Hey, fuck him and Spoopy. He it's, whole, all, it's all the same. He had a whole episode on it. He's an asshole. <laughs> oh my god. So, okay, so if you want to uh, participate in a, in a future Monster Head Lottery, you have to be a Patreon member at any level, so even the, the dollar level will allow yeah. you to participate. Listen, I mean, guys, We've been going for a long time, but still need that money. <laughs> need the money more than ever because we've just been so absent from doing anything. Cash money. Except been, eating our feelings. I've been eating my feelings so much that I'm, <laughs> I'm so poor right now. And I'm so fat at the same time. Like, I need to save my... I need to just start starving myself, yeah. Steph. Can you just lock me in a closet? No. <laughs> I was looking at my love handles in the mirror. I was like, this cannot... It looks like I have a fucking size 14 sneakers on each on each side on each oh, one of my man. sides. What? Like high tops. Like, that's how far my love handles high come out. Tops. 
I'm like, oh, when did I get high tops attached to my sides? Like the pump up ones? I was like, what is happening? <laughs> you can only enjoy so much bread and cheese, apparently. Yeah. Before Jesus just. And beer. It's an upsetting. He pisses on you from the heavens. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> and then you get love handles. I you mean, get, just you get juice. the beatus. And that's how fat is made. And juice get, the fat away. You get the beatus. Um, okay. So, uh, also known as Della Morte Della More. And that's the original title, translates to Of Death and Of Love. No, it means actually, Italian food is great. My favorite Italian food is meatball parmigiani fra diavolo. <laughs> okay, maybe. Oh, that's not a thing. That's what it means. Fra diavolo is a spicy sauce. That's why yeah, I like is. it on my meatball parmigiani. Parmigiano Reggiano. Um, also, I guess also known as Zombie Graveyard, which is the G- the German DVD title. Uh, Germans are just right to the point. We yep. are we are dancing in the German. I mean, grave- I mean the it would have been zombie graveyard. Would it be like a snow globe graveyard. <laughs> I mean, it could be that too, right? Two men in a snow globe. I mean, we could have yeah. we could have called that so, many so deep, so deep. <laughs> I wish like an old guy would have came out and been like, "This is a turtle dove." <laughs> two turtle doves and you give one to a person you love and the turtle are we talking about home alone too? Home alone too. and they'll be together forever <laughs> thank uh, you it was rated r it had a budget of four million dollars and it grossed two hundred and fifty-four thousand in the oh. u.s two million of those dollars were the same gunshot sound effect yeah i mean listen yeah i'm not gonna bust on this movie <laughs> no because this movie is has flaws that are less. And also, <laughs> another million dollars was the, the spaghetti budget. It bringeth... Oh, oh, spaghetti. Oh, oh. I, also, I just I mean, imagined some Italian woman was off screen just vigorously boiling water to try to get all that fucking pasta <laughs> oh in there for the shit and cutting up bananas. <laughs> Those bananas. Bananas and like, what was it? Were like rolled up roast beef or something? I don't like, know. I mean, and so, so many things. Lettuce, I don't so know. It looked things. like a whole like ham. Like, I don't know. Like, it was just fucking... I mean, I, whatever it was, I was on board with like, it. I don't want to say I wasn't. I'm not grossed out by many things, but watching fat people eat big plates like that's number anytime, one no, anytime somebody takes the plate and they hold it the plate with their hand upside down and they bring it as close to their face as humanly possible so that the to fork shovel? <laughs> to yeah. shovel yeah. the fork Directly. into the mouth and there's like a, a half second gap in like, between like the only time i want to hear slurper noises when i'm eating someone out like that's it i don't want to hear it like you know so. yeah yeah <laughs> eating people out though Puddles. don't say that Puddles so, over so here. i hate it, it so i hate that's another thing i hate Eating out. E- eating out. She's not like that word. No, I hate what it. Do you, what do you want to fucking lick my pussy? That's what I okay. think. <laughs> <laughs> it like, it's not kind of lingus. It's I mean, fucking I don't know. eat my pussy. I'm not like, come, come, eat, <laughs> come eat me out. Just. No, no, I'm not yeah. yeah. Get spoopy. Front. Get spoopy and eat me out. <laughs> what was yeah. the thing you guys said before? I'm, I'm like, front <laughs> much my horn there. I'm like, I'm going down to your haunted house. And I was like, okay. Okay. Because there's so many dead babies down there. <laughs> oh, dear lord. All over the, I mean, most on the thighs, but you know. Oh, my belly button. The seepage, you know. Taglines: <clears throat> Zombies, guns, and sex. Oh my! Okay, and and saucer plate nips. Oh man! I mean, you could like this movie deserves better taglines. That her areola though, for real. No, nah, a movie that stars Harry Potter and Jerry Seinfeld. If they had a kid, <laughs> that's Rupert Everett. That's who he is. I think a million dollars of the budget went just to him too. What's the deal with cemeteries? I mean, to bury these people and they come back seven days later. I mean, he clearly was working out a lot to maintain that body. And and Nagi, he's George Costanza. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, he's no, no, he's like the Philly. He's like the Philly version of Curly. Yeah, from the Three Stooges. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's always saying nah. Yeah. He's like nah. Yeah. He's like Philly as shit. Yeah, Philly. All right, time for the back of the VHS. He's always eating cheesesteaks too. <laughs> <clears throat> Rupert Everett, the madness of King George, ready to wear, is Della Morte, a simple groundskeeper at Buffalora Cemetery, an unfinal resting place where the dead just won't stay dead. 
knowing he'll face a mountain of paperwork if he reports the bizarre occurrences, De La Morte simply re-kills the dead, hoping that the second time is a charm. And it is. But when the woman, Anna Fauci, Oh my God, I fucking love this woman! (laughs) I called her Fiona Apple the entire time. I would just want to, I want to eat her apple. He finds himself (laughs) faced with the first in a series of outrageous, mind-boggling dilemmas, loaded with shocks, macabre humor, and sheer outrageousness. Cemetery Man is deliciously demented. But seriously though, mind-boggling dilemmas. Yeah. Like, so many dilemmas. I mean, like, so I just... For I, the audience, maybe. Yeah. He, he talks in, like, a very drab shrill, the whole... The, every single word is like this. Mm-hmm. Like, the dead came back, and he just had to... I call them the returners. I used because to Because they return from the place from whence they return you from. Get, I mean, do you get he it? Was a, he was a goth kid. That's what he was yeah. saying. I always tell Nogi. I mean, he, what's, what's he doing, like, in his spare time? He's taking hot showers, <laughs> and he's walking around Listen, shirtless. And when you're hairless... The when, phone book. John, yeah. when, when you're hairless, you get a lot of fucking soot smeared to your chest, apparently, because that dude has not a hair to be found. <laughs> not even a hairy mole. Like, this is nothing. Hair on his head, hair nowhere else. Yeah. He's always telling, he's always telling Nogi, it's time to take... It's time to TCB, Nogs. What does that mean? TCB at Nogs. You know what I'm saying? Take care of business. <laughs> oh, my God. Nogs to the extreme. I just like that they were pretty much essentially roommates, and then if any one of them banged or did anything, yeah. the other ones heard it immediately. Yeah. Because I mean, like, there were giant gaps between the floorboards. Exactly. <laughs> I like how they're just- He was going to Pound Town in there, and he's like, and Nogs like, nah. <laughs> I mean, thank God he wasn't living on the top floor and he was in his other situation because Skets would have just been falling yeah. through those cracks and like hitting him on the head when he was like double penetrating people down there. <laughs> uh, so it was directed by uh, Michele Soavi. He directed Stage Fright, The Church, The Devil's Daughter, aka The Sect. The Devil's Daughter. Um, the church, uh, stage fright's already out on Blu-ray and the church and the devil's daughter, AKA the sect is, they're both coming out, I think within the next month or so. Church is a very slow burning movie, but I enjoy it as an eighties movie. It's cool. It's quirky. And like, if you watch the church and you watch this movie, you, you would probably be like the same dude did this because God dude, the church is mad corny, but stage fright. That's one of my, that's one of my favorite slasher movies of all time. I love it. I think it's fucking, it's like, it's got a cool, unique villain in it. And there's just good kills in it, and it all and it takes place in a small area. It's just fucking great. So it's not dude. curtains. Oh it, God, no! No, it's not curtains. <laughs> you kind of almost described curtains. But I didn't go. Hoo, hoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but curtains. I mean that ice seduce, skating. Seduce me with your dumb, stupid rubber mask. Seduce me. <laughs> no, no, he's got oh no, no. God. In stage fright, he's got a fucking weird ass owl head that yeah. he wears. Feathered, okay. Yeah. And he's got a fucking chainsaw, and he's got a fucking machetes. He's got he's got it's all good. the he's got all the killer shit. It's good. Killer yeah. shit. He's got it. Uh, so I guess he was the protege of Italian directors Dario Argento and Argents. Joe D'Amato. He was assistant director on opera, Demons, Phenomena, Blast Fighter, A Blade of the Dark, oh. Tenebrae, oh. 2020, oh. Texas Gladiators, oh. and Endgame. 2020 Texas Gladiators, though, for real, that's a movie that exists, and it's a 10. And also- Wait, is it really a 10? No. no. Tangerine. There it it's is. It's a tangerine yeah. is what it is. But, it's, but at the same time, it's a 20. <laughs> Is it like a scream stream drunk worthy? Oh yes, we should do one of those tomorrow. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Uh, music by Ricardo Baseo and Manuel De Sica. And um, this is I don't know a bunch of Italian films they worked on throughout the seventies and eighties. Penne pasta. All Nothing these Italians that was translated in IMDb, so therefore it never came. Yes. Yeah. All the Italians though, it's like a little, it's a close knit family. Mm-hmm. They have to be. 
that Italians. As my well, dad I says. mean, like when they're on set, they want to know that the spaghetti comes from yeah. a from it's a home, be a home place. Can you imagine pasta. being on set for one of these movies? Because the catering was probably out of sight. I imagine they carried at least one person off from a massive heart attack. It was probably <laughs> just like super the, the most like tightly Parmesan cheese. The most the tightly. Shoot! It fell out from the sky. He's like, oh my god, that medicine's so tight. I want to put my penis in it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the scones, <laughs> Giuseppe, come here, the scones. You put some clotted cream the on the scones, Giuseppe. <laughs> There's no scones. I know. Do they even? Are Italians known for scones? I don't think. No, yeah, I think you mean like fucking the, British. The, the, the tiramisu. Yeah, that's what you want to say. The kabata bread. You I don't ruined know. it. Move on. No, I'm gonna look up scones now. Scones are British. He's like John's. Like, hey, bring out the chipotle sauce while you're at it. You fucking goddamn. And give me some tacos. <laughs> John's like, you fucking dagos. You got the nacho, Giuseppe. The nacho fries. What about that sriracha? Bring me that sriracha, Giuseppe. He's um, like, just don't understand what he's saying, Sriracha. Special effects by Sergio Stivaletti. He worked on Hands of Steel. They're so, their names Steve, are so fun. Stivaletti. Stivaletti. Like, I want to have that guy over for brunch. You don't want to be a thumb anymore? You want to be a Stivaletti? I want to be a Stivaletti. Uh, Hands of Steel, Demons 2, mm. Spectres, Opera. Steph, we just watched Hands of Steel. What was Hands of Steel? Remember with the oh, fucking dude? The big, that was the VHS, horrible. the cover art. It's so good, though. No, it, it, is, movie, it is the best cover art ever, and the movie's movie terrible. Garbage. That's like New Barbarians. Like, what you get for what the cover art is is oh, so different. Oh, no, no. New, New Barbarians is the best. No, that's I love funny. that movie. Yeah, funny, I love when they're trying to choke the guy <laughs> from New Barbarians, and he's like, <laughs> and then he flexes his neck muscles and breaks the noose that he's yeah. hanging from, and then they have a yeah. laugh. There was nothing good about this movie. You kept waiting for something to happen, but nothing really happened. Nah. It was really bad. But the music was awesome. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure the, Sim- the Claudio Simonets did it. Simonette. Boom, boom, beep, boom, beep, boom, and, boom, Oh, boom, and Blast Fighter as well. Claudio Simonets did the fucking soundtrack for that. Watch Blast Fighter, because it's, like ra- it's like Italian Rambo. Oh. I talked about it before. Mm. Yes. And if you didn't listen to me the first time... Fuck, Do it again. Go fucking fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, cast. Rupert Everett as Francesco Della Morte, and he was in Ready to Wear, The Madness of King George, A Midsummer Night's Dream, Inspector Gadget, and My Best Friend's Wedding. Mm. No, no. He was in that movie like, Dunstan Checks In was he with the monkey yeah. that goes to the hotel. <laughs> And he causes hijinks the whole time. <laughs> it's basically like Home Alone 2. I mean, instead a monkey. Of Kem, instead of Kevin McAllister, it's a monk monk. A monkey in a hotel, it's just hijinks. Dunstan mm. checks in. It's a lot of mischief. I mean, if it's I a lot can, of hijinks. If I can ever recommend one movie on this podcast to you, that's no. going to be it. We're gonna, and that's the next movie we're reviewing on the okay. podcast by chance, actually. Uh, Bar- <laughs> Barbara Kupisti as Magda. She was in The New York Ripper, Stage Fright. Opera, uh, the Hell's Gate, and the Church. New York Ripper, the killer talks like a duck, so he's always like, and he he stabs them as he's doing the fucking goddamn duck noise. Was that one of our um, our like it was one of our yes, it was most, and you're supposed to be hard at work at the next one, bitch. I am. I didn't. Don't think I'm very hard at work. I've been talking to Stephanie about what the punishments will be. Uh Okay, okay. Some good ones. Wait, what are you moving in on my ship for? No, no, we 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 talked about this. You were there. I told Melissa. I said this. (laughs) I was like, Melissa, we've been talking about you having some responsibilities, and now it's time. I'm taking off your training wheels. Because uh, I, I did a game show, so it's, yeah, so it's, it's my turn. Are you doing your own game show, or you're doing tagline terror, which is my shtick? I'm doing tag. Not everything could be yours, John. I told Melissa she could still wear piss pants, so she could just piss herself as we record. But oh, she okay. has to start doing more things. Fuck <laughs> okay. his piss pants. That's what you wear. No, I don't. Leggings. <laughs> 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 you wear piss pants. You try to fool me. Leggings. What are piss pants anyway? I mean, like leggings. Bum, Le- wear leggings are piss pants. Are they? Yeah. Well, I'm wearing them. Women wear them. Your mom. Women wear them because they're lazy. And they wear. So your mom wears. No, yes. like like like. You know what leggings are? Leggings are like fucking hiney wipes for babies. Like you know, 
Like you have a, no concept of what leggings that's, are. That's the same thing. Like, no. you know, wait, are they made of scones? <laughs> no, they're made. No, <laughs> I wish I wish you were. You have no concept. I'll, I'll put some cloudy cream on those. You know what I'm saying? Oh my From god. From my den. Okay, we'll move on. And, and finally, uh, I don't know, Frank Frank Chio Haji Lazaro. <laughs> Frank Chio. Is that no That's Nagi. He was in City of Lost Children and Brotherhood of the Wolf. Isn't he like a clown or a comedian or something? Who the fuck knows? Clown or comedian? <laughs> I mean, you com- really gave him I'm a lot of thanks for all the I'm life options. Or a mime. He could be a mime. Thanks for all the life options for him, though. Uh, formats. VHS he's, release. He's, he's the Italian Chris Farley. No, he's not. He, li- no. he, he lives in a van down, down by, by the, the river. river. No. And he goes, nah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the police always come and say, you gotta take this van away from the river. And he's like, nah! It's like, I can't screw up my one line. Can we please go back <laughs> home now, sir? <laughs> He's a French actor and musician. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's right. He plays the flying V guitar. He goes... Mm-hmm. I mean, he does play like a whole baby fiddle in this movie. A clown or comedian. <laughs> you were close. Hey, man, I, I was off like by three continents with scones. When, so. I, die, when I die, this is... No, when I die, this is what is going to say in my eulogy. She's going to be like, he was a clown or comedian. Nobody can be certain of... Which one? <laughs> but what is and known said, is he had a tiny penis. And you know, <laughs> and she's just gonna keep like hitting her head on the mic, or, like hitting her teeth on the mic, and then she's gonna start chewing on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> you're always complaining. I'm too far away. Then I'm too close. Which is it, I Jesse? Mean, Melissa, you need to know the Which right distance from the thing you're holding in front of your face. I mean, after like what, almost 100 episodes, you figured you do you try to fillet? Do you try to fillet air when you're holding Alex in front of you? And Alex is like, "That's not my penis. That's just air." And, <laughs> and she's like, ah, bleep, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he puts, he puts it in himself. I just like, my head back over the over the bed, and he just puts it in my mouth. <laughs> Man, oh, he goes right down to the base, Man. huh? Damn. Oh, yeah, All right, I'll never speak ill of you again. That's fucking hardcore respect. Right? Just, just as impressed. Hardcore right respect. Now. <laughs> The, the upside uh, down grouper technique. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> the that's, that way, everyone gets what they need. <laughs> what you do is you, you pretend you're a dead corpse, and you you know your mouth just happens to be open. Yeah, it's very. She mar- pretends that she's a salmon swimming upstream, and her mouth is trying to catch the fresh And then Alex just goes. Ah, ah, <laughs> tries to like fly jump in, in her mouth. <laughs> if you can get in there, Alex, it's all yours. And he's like. Ah! <laughs> it's like a bear trying to catch the wild salmon <laughs> with his balls. It's, it's, it's trying to curl his meat balls, but it's his dick. <laughs> and it's mostly. Yeah. Uh. Okay, formats. <clears throat> VHS released in 1996 by 20th Century Fox Home Entertainment. Two years later. DVD first released in 2006 by Anchor Bay Entertainment. Blu-ray, currently no Region A version exists. Why not? But you can watch it on uh, YouTube for free. You just do that. Yeah, do that. Make sure you watch the dub one, though, right? And not the subtitle? I mean, sub- yeah, watch the dub. I mean, the time it comes for this movie to get its due respect and to get a nice steel book with a lot of posters involved and maybe a little... What I'm sur- I'm striving to get is that little eight-inch figure of uh, Nagi. Nagi. I'd love to have no. that. With, was, the little, with the severed somebody head. Somebody made that? Was everyone no, else's part Somebody should do it but he spoke English throughout it because it seemed like his shit matched up I and think then no one else's did. I think did. he spoke, yeah. yeah. He spoke, yeah, I think well, everyone else was. You know the what? most confusing part well, of you, it. The movie's confusing to begin with because it has Rupert Efren, who's British. Yeah. All right, it's not. It's an Italian director. And then, and then like, Nagi's French. Nagi's French, yeah. yeah. And it's, then like, it's not in my it's not in my trivia, but I watched so a, a short interview that somebody did with him really quickly on YouTube. And he... There was an artist, and I don't remember the fucking artist's name, but there was a comic, a pulp comic, in 
uh, Italy at the time called Dylan Dog, and the main character was oh, I already based that's, on that's him. in the trivia. Oh, it is okay. Yeah, it is. I, I added that's it. that's why he's they they casted him because that's who they thought of when they made the yeah, character. Yeah, I, I I added that. In the that's trivia. why there's a British guy in it. I mean, I did that. Hmm. All right, so uh, trivia. Ossuary, let's just say Crypt for Bones. I had to actually look that up because I, I was like, I already knew this. Oh, you have an ossuary? Well, well, but there's I two mean, words to it. I looked it up because I was like, this bitch is getting wet. I need to figure out and what this what is, is because this? I'm taking and stuff there. But there's two, it's like ossuary and then it's ossuary. Yeah. Well, like there's the also, word. um, God, what's the, um, what's the Viking funeral with the pile of bones? Or what, a, a pile funeral of, pyre? No, no, with, with, uh, with the pile of, uh, bones. Or not bones, boulders. Oh, I don't know. Stacked. On the God, boulder fire. Well, <laughs> it's a fucking term for. Um, so yeah, it's and a, then a monomorph is in the a, background. So <laughs> <laughs> a crypt for bones uh, that was used in the film was quite real. Supposedly, quite. one of the crew members removed some of the bones from the ossuary during filming, but quickly replaced them the next day, claiming to have encountered an angry ghost following the removal of the bones. We went to an awesome abandoned cemetery. Uh, on our, we, we've been off all this week, Steph and I. So oh, yeah, we've been we, do, we were doing, doing adventures, doing a little adventures. What was that place called, Steph? Mount uh, Mount Moriah. So, like ignorant assholes, me and Steph climbed on top of an ancient mausoleum, <laughs> and we're sitting up top of that mausoleum that looks decrepit as fuck. And mind you, this place is completely abandoned. And we're sitting there, and this truck pulls up with this old guy, and he's like, "Don't stand up there; that it's going to collapse." So then he like calls us over to his to his truck, and he tells us the story of this. The cemetery that's in the middle of West Philadelphia. It's the largest cemetery in Pennsylvania because half of it is in Philly and half of it is in Yadin. So, so if you cross the street, it's in Yadin. It has a huge Civil War plot with all these Civil War people that yeah, were buried there. It's, it's really cool. It's an awesome cemetery. Like this is the things me but and no Steph do. But no one takes care of it, right? So well, these guys came six yeah. years ago. They're called the Friends of Mount Moriah. They came six years ago and started basically like trying to mow it down to get it like into a state where people could come there again mm-hmm. and like. We just went there for the first time, and they did a really great job. But there's still so many areas that are overgrown, completely overgrown, where you can't even see the gravestones. Like you see all these like vines and like trees, mm-hmm. and then you kind of see a gravestone in there. It's crazy. It like blew our minds. Yeah. I was like, "This is insane!" Because this is people, you know, people's loved ones, and they're just like in there's trash and fucking but just how, vines. How old are so the graves though? Because really, nobody's he around said, anymore. No, some right? of them are really so old. So he told us Betsy Ross was once buried there. Yeah. And so the state came because it was in such disrepair because no one owned it anymore. The state came and dug up her bones and was basically like, this what? is this is yeah. how he put it. He's like, they dug up her grave, but they weren't hundred percent sure it was her, but they're just like, okay, it's her. They had like they, her, moved her, they had her shroud and everything because back then they weren't really necessarily always buried in like a fucking um, it was like, a wood, like a wood box. So yeah. it was all gone. And so they're like, yeah, they don't know if they got her or not, but to them she's gone and they moved her. And there's two hundred thousand people buried there. Two hundred thousand. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It is crazy. But there's still like recent ones as far like in the eighties, early nineties. But then there were some from like eighteen hundreds. They're doing a great so. job. Like I give them a lot of respect because they're old dudes. This is a retirement years, and like instead of doing something like Mm-hmm. It's it's a cool thing. I really like give the guys a lot of credit but because yeah. he was trying to recruit us at the same time. Yeah. He's like, you guys. I you, was gonna say, he's like, yeah, he's this like, sounds like something we should all be doing. He's like, you guys want to come and help us mow, and we're like, nah, I got stuff to do. <laughs> like, I got this podcast. But they do take important. donations, so I think they're called the Friends of Mount Moriah, and you can check out their website. But if they, you're, they do take but, yeah, but even if you if you live in Philadelphia or the surrounding area, like New Jersey, 
do a day trip out there because it's just cool. It's yeah. really cool. Like they have the, like some masons are buried. Freemasons are There's buried Freemason, there. Yeah. And some of the fucking like mausoleums and some of the monuments are very elaborate. Yeah. It's, it's really, really Did you really see cool. any human remains? I was no. looking. No, we but I just found any. a lot of crack needles. Uh, not crack needles. <laughs> crack but needles. Heroin needles. Mm. <laughs> and empty 40s. <laughs> oh my God. So many empty 40s. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then uh, just really quick on, on that. We also went to the insectarium in Northeast Philly. And if you haven't been there, go to the butterfly pavilion because it's magical. I mean. Also, no. But you should go to the Wagner Free Institute, which is in North Philly. That was really cool. It is fucking amazing. They have so many specimens there that are hundreds of years old. Um, even older than that, right? Because they had yeah. like they have skeletons. I, yeah. See, I thought you went back to the the Mutter Museum no, again. This place and it's Wagner. free. They take they take donations, but it is a free museum. Oh wow, it's amazing. That's right, Steph. I'm titties fly. I'm, I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweaty. No, it's really cool. They have old skeletons there, and they have old taxidermy, and it's kind of like precious because like the taxidermy. Is not the greatest. They got some goofy faces. Also, at the same time, you have to appreciate the fact that it's like from eight from the like late eighteen hundreds, yeah. early, early yeah. 1900s. So and it's, it's still cool. like in good condition. They did what it's they just, could. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, sorry, that was a um, side no, no, it's fine. I just, I, we didn't mention it, and it's worth mentioning. So, um, let's see. An American company was willing to fund and distribute the movie if Matt Dillon was ca- cast as mm-hmm. Francesco. Thank God he wasn't cast as Francesco. I love Matt. That would have been but, the worst. Yeah, Matt Dillon is not terrible, Matt but Dillon. I feel like yeah, Matt I, I know. Dillon. That's what I meant, Matt Dillon. I mean, he's not the worst because it was Matt Damon. I fucking hate Matt Damon. Yeah, like the Martian. Anybody who likes the Martian, kill yourself because that movie was the poop fucking. Potatoes. It yeah. was the fucking. Wait, John Blake. I liked it. Pop, no, poop potatoes. he doesn't or, like it. Um, I'm surprised you'd say that over the fucking weird Chinese wall, Great Wall movie where he's not. We Asian. never oh saw that movie. God, I never saw no it. So I can't, I, I can't speak to it, John. But the Martian. <laughs> everybody was like, "Oh my god, really, Scott? The Martian was the best. He was eating poop potatoes and shit." Mm-hmm. And I, me and Steph watched it. I was like, "Don't you just want to kill Matt Damon as a person?" I like him better as the surprise Martian in Interstellar. Inter- yeah. Where he just shows up and you're like, Matt Damon's in this Matt too? Damon, oh, oh, that is, oh, Interstellar is great. Yeah, I actually Interstellar really, is good. Yeah, when he tries to fucking botch the whole yeah. thing when they go and... Oh, well, that- you, no one even knew he was in that movie. All of a sudden, Matt right, Damon's right, in right, and you're right. like, fuck. Oh, man, Interstellar was great, It's the Mandela dude. effect. That was <laughs> <just> <laughs> <never> <laughs> he was people, never in people it. People didn't like that movie, but that was... Like, Chris that was so good. That was Christopher Nolan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was. I liked that movie a lot. fucking organ music in that. People were very confused. It was a confusing movie and people were just like, I don't know what happened, so I don't like it. Suspension of disbelief that Interstellar would kill like space would kill george clooney but in the martian mars and everything else that goes wrong cannot kill matt damon it pisses me off george that, clooney's not an that's my whole thing with, no like, oh, you're talking about that but john yeah. we're gonna science oh, the gravity shit out of is what i'm thinking yeah. of. you're thinking of gravity sandra bullock that oh, movie Matthew McConaughey was in Interstellar. I was really was sad. When, I, my fucking brain is crossed today. When George today. Clooney did float away, I was really sad. John's about like, but when did Jodie Foster <laughs> you, come into you it? You guys actually watched that fucking movie? Yes. yes. What? How? C- Gravity. How did you watch that? Because um, it was just like a turn your brain off movie. Yeah. No. You know, it's I like, couldn't. No. It, was it wasn't like two hours staring in Sandra Bullock's fucking face. No, it's not that long. No, I mean, like it was. I mean, it was watchable. Yeah. Good. Listen, it's not a great movie, but it's that, fucking. Uh, like, that movie's also pretty grounded. I don't. It, there's nothing like super. Listen, most okay. outrageous. I don't think movie. you know the difference between a turn your brain off movie and like a thinker's man movie because like we watch Under Arrest for a very different <laughs> reason, and it's basically the Canadian version of Cops. And if you want to have a great time with your significant other, we couldn't. And have Alex me- and I could not. Get <laughs> oh my god, we're still watching it because you guys are fucking assholes. You're sitting there with your noses all high. You need to get down in the dirt with the normal people no. of Canada. A couple, Hubby, just a couple why of are these people making such wrong no, decisions? We grew up with those idiots no, no, no. next to us. So we I. don't need to so see it on TV. No, but it's funny with the Canadian accent. It is. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> no. Like the one time they go, hey, this what's guy, this all about? He's like, hey, listen here, man. I wasn't. I didn't just fall off the turnip truck, eh? <laughs> oh my God. Now, now, what's this lady's name you got right here? And he's like, oh, I don't know a name. I just call a bitch. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this actually happened. 
happened. It did. It's like every episode. Also, they call each other pukes all the time. I don't know. No, no, they call each other pukes, goofs, and geeks. Yeah. That's what Canadian people do. Get out of here, you puke! <laughs> oh my god. You're, you're nothing. Once a geek, always a geek, eh? <laughs> I love it. It's like the best. And they and when people and when the police are arresting someone, they're like, I'm arresting you for mischief. mischief. It, it just sounds like the most like ridiculous thing, I mean, like mischief. I, I guess they're probably more confident than the cops. You know what they consider mis- this movie? No, no, in mischief. <laughs> like meanwhile, this guy has like anally raped a woman and he's like, I'm arresting you for mischief because Shannon did the anal rapes. Yeah. I mean, that didn't happen. There's a cop in this movie, but he's just basically an old guy that shows up and wants to know what's going on every five seconds. He's the best. Oh, he is the best, especially at the end. It looks like he knows where all the great Jewish bellies are. I killed them. I killed them all. He's like, like, I'm going to go go to the next level. You got a good, you got a gun? Good job. You can defend yourself. Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking my favorite line in the whole movie. Uh, Tangerine Dream was originally set to do the soundtrack, but was busy recording their 49th album. Just let that sink in for a second. 49? I had to write that down because, like, guys. This movie was in 94, 49th album. I, I also want to say that the only thing that's lacking in this movie is an amazing soundtrack. Oh, I love the soundtrack for this movie. I disagree. I disagree. I love it. I just bought it on vinyl, actually. Because I like after John Shannon had me on the last fucking audio, th- what are you looking at my head for? What's on my head? Nothing. He's I'm just, just giving you a crazy look. He d- he's in disbelief. Oh, I love the soundtrack. I can't remember anything you're standing out of other than the Toonie hums oh, the entire oh, time. I've watched this movie a million times. and like, I can tell you right now, I love the soundtrack. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. It has like a fucking dead alive feel to it. It's like minimal, but it's there. Okay, I do see that. Yeah, and like, and if you, and if you, I, I guarantee you, John, if you rewatch it, you will, you will, you'll pick up on the soundtrack. It's good. It has. Problem like, is watching it on YouTube with the shitty quality. Yeah. Like I can just barely get the dialogue. No, no, I, I get you, dude. I get you. But no, no, it's a good. It is a soundtrack. I just bought it on. Um, I bought it on vinyl, and I got that, and I got pieces because I was like, I'll be damned if John's ever gonna fucking shove pieces in my face again (laughs) and and i'm gonna get that shit wrong i was like i'm fucking gonna listen to this eight times today and i'm gonna fucking burn your memory jessup i did that's what we do every weekend now we just listen to all the soundtracks so that jesse grumbles jesse grumbles and he's like i was was made to look like a fool i was like john pull this shit out give me the main track he's not even he's not even giving the main themes that was the main theme. That's bullshit. The pieces. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> uh, the main character played by Everett in Cemetery Man is partly based on the comic book character. Um, this was a, an inspired bit of casting as the Dylan Dog comic book character is based on a performance Everett provided in the 1984 British film Another Country. However, Everett's morose Francesco Della Morte actually appears as a separate character in the Dylan Dog comic book series. So to sum up, Everett inspired a comic book character, which was in turn used as the basis for a movie character, which in turn played by Everett, but is actually a different character from that same comic book series, Comprende. <laughs> Why the I wrote, fuck? I wrote, I wrote, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag the Mandela effect. I'm hashtag like, I just go like you're drooling yourself. I'm like one of those idiots that like you put a teleprompter in front of me. I you're will just read, read the words. Uh, no, 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 I, I, I know <laughs> that. Because I'm like, oh, there's a spelling error in there. Uh, fuck. I was just going to write like big smelly snatch and see if you would read it. I wouldn't read that. Melissa's. No. <laughs> And that's the, not true. Let's not let's not spread these rumors. I mean, when I look at Melissa, I think her her vagina is clean. Do you think that's that? I think. Every time I think she, she douches with Lysol. When she answers no. the she door, she does not douche because we've discussed this. We've yeah, discussed. No. no, no. When Melissa answers the door, I'm like that bitch's pussy smells like fabric softener, <laughs> like like snuggles. <laughs> that's what I think. Snuggles. Snuggles. <laughs> well, I mean, I like her out to be like the warm embrace of a bear every time. <laughs> a little teddy bear. Yeah, My God. that's what I think of your vagina. Snuggles. Just a bear. Snuggles. All right. 
Like a cottony bear. He's trying to catch an upstream salmon that's also a bear. Woolly <laughs> 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 <Holy> bear. <laughs> that's an interesting choice for your pubes. <laughs> Woolly and white. In the late 90s, when Rupert Everett gained some popularity in America, he approached Mike. Did he really gain Mikhail popularity in America? Did. No, he did not. Yeah, he was in he fucking. Was. My best friend's wedding with Julia Roberts. But no one knows this movie. Yeah, but he's I like mean, a, all women know this movie. But, not but me. he's a side character. Cameron right? Diaz like was anybody. in it. He he is sort of like he's like her best friend it. yeah i mean uh, I he's mean, kind of the main John, character John, he's John, he's as, as peak as you're gonna be I as mean, a out man in the 90s he's he's peak is what you're gonna what you're trying to tell as me as you're going to be in the 90s as an out man okay yeah when say, it was not cool to be that way wait, he's, I, he's uh yes yep I believe the pelvic thrust he in this was movie. He like BFF with the Madonna for a while there. Yep, he, he was. Yeah. Um, the, well, the pelvic thrust in this movie were very convincing. Listen, I, I, he has a nice butt. Listen, if you have the courage to suck a penis, you you fucking go, you go for it. <laughs> courage? But yeah, you need, I mean, to us. Everybody, I mean, yeah. I mean, you need to suck penis penises all the time. That's a task. Because, you like, have no idea. I mean, it's a they're smelly. They're sweaty. I don't know how many years I have left of that. So, so I'm starting to get locked They're near the scrotes. <laughs> I mean, like, listen, I, I present my dick to Steph, and she just like starts immediately rubbing her neck, like it's gonna like she <laughs> she anticipates the neck pain that's about to happen. Like, I mean, no, when you, you gotta have, use my technique. When you have neck issues, it's a problem. Yeah, just just make, lean just, over the bed. Like, let's just make make the lower neck part back. of your jaw and your the bottom Disconnect. part of your neck just go numb. You know, women are just. I like to. Uh, Equivalent them to like a really thick rubber band that's just been stretched too many times. It's like you know, and eventually it's just like tor- torn and like scarred. What the fuck what? are you talking what? about? I'm just making a comparison. No, yeah. just like in general. No, just a woman. Just overall. I mean, woman. I like just to think everything. of the old man as like a deflated balloon. Like I know. that's no, that's their prostate at about eighty. No, my god, you don't want to know what a man's prostate looks like when he hits eighty. It just turns into a volcano of death. It's like just spewing lumps everywhere inside you. If you could like, Polyps. like if you could like a man's prostate turns into a cloud cauliflower that's what it looks like oh, and he's yeah. like i can't piss because yeah, the cauliflower I'm- just prevents all piss mm-hmm. and like oh I, I always ask old guys at my work do you need to pee before we do this test hell no i don't gotta piss i don't gotta drip a piss inside <laughs> me right now and i do an mri and like their bladder is like all, like literally their whole abdomen it's like they're God. they are 100 made of piss <laughs> and i'm like God, i don't know what you feel like right now but if you're telling me you don't gotta piss god save your soul <laughs> because you were nothing but piss bro. i fart just a little bit i'm like i have to pee oh my god exactly sometimes a little spittle comes out of my dick too. Oh <laughs> when I was watching Annihilation, I was like, oh, there's spittle happening. Oh my god. Yeah, it's gotta do like your, your pelvic floor muscle. No, you know are there men who can do Kegels? Men yeah. can just put duct tape on their dickhead. Problem like solved. how you make your dick twitch. I'm just doing it right now. I'm just flexing <laughs> no, my cheek. No, no, Steph. Nobody's doing that right now. But I'm like, one, if you put, two, du- if you three, three, if you put four, duct tape on your penis, five, it may leave, may leave remnants like Big League Chill. <laughs> You can play this game. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, well, you're moving your eyebrows at the same time. <laughs> I'm doing it to fuck with you. <laughs> I mean, we could just be sitting here squeezing all, our vaginas all, all day long. And you wouldn't know. Well, you know. I mean, that's this is what I like you to take, get my you take, a, you take an egg and you put it up there and make sure you don't squeeze it to death. No. You don't ever put don't an egg in that. your vagina. Steph is all too aware of the remnants Big League Chew can leave behind on a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Steph, here, chew some Big League Chew. And she's like, I don't want it. Just eat it. Now suck my penis. <laughs> and, then, and she took it out and was like, there's Big League Chew all over me right now. I was like, We couldn't get it off. I was like, oh my like God. Why? Where did you get this idea? And I was like, Steph. It was not an idea. He was just being stupid. And I was like, Steph, you're going to clean it. So then we walked over to this thing and she was soaping up my penis. <laughs> oh in this my thing. God. And I was like, get it all off. And she was ripping my dick. And I was like, ah! 
<laughs> it was big league. What show. if some of the big league got into your urethra? She, well, no, she was trying to put soap on it, and she wasn't getting enough on my dickhead. And I was like, just put it on there. She's like, why I don't, couldn't you do it yourself? Because it was funny. And, then, <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, I don't want to get it in your penis hole. And I was like, just put it on there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it was like a comic routine. This, it was it, whatever, whatever this just happened. This place. It just happened. Guys. It did just happen. It was like yesterday. Um, okay, so he approached the director about doing an Americanized version of uh, Della Morte, Della More, but it never materialized. Oh, why not? According to the director, the returners get their energy from the Mandragola roots in the cemetery. I mean, like, that's a Which reach. Which are only in I mean, Ita- Italia, I guess. Mandra, Mandragola. What I do is I go to every and each and every mm-hmm. fucking grave spot I leave from a little piece of lasagna. Did this have grave. anything to do with Constantine? Am I making up bullshit? You're making up bullshit. Okay, good. Reach! I mean, maybe you're not. (laughs) But, like, maybe a deeper nerd knows the facts on that, but I'm going to tell you right now it's a reach. Reach. The sets for the. Then I left the okay. <laughs> But we could. So that was awesome. Good job. That was I thought, I thought Bill Paxton. I, I thought Bill Paxton was, it was here. It was me doing like, like a Melissa. Which is right no, no, if you're Melissa, you say, baby talk. And he smiled and he walked around. I never told you something. Uh, okay, the sets for the cemetery in the film were built upon actual abandoned cemetery grounds oh, in Italy. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, like, listen, if you got to use corpses, the real deal. Yep, you got to do it. More so power. You do. The mysterious floating lights that hover around Della Morte and she, as they are kissing upon the grave, They're toasted marshmallows. are supposed to be ignis fatuus, which means fool's fire. It's a naturally occurring fire-like light, sometimes seen during twilight in swampy yeah, areas. Yeah, but I don't think that's what they're going for. Like, no. They're, they're supposed they're to the be wisps. Yeah, they're supposed to be will-the-wisps. Like, yeah. that's what they're supposed to be. I thought they were like the little demonic little sperm spirits. demons that come to Freddy Freddy's and like, turn right? him into Freddy Krueger. I mean, feast! Feast! <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought was happening. I was like, this feast, is not good! Freddy, Freddy feast! Uh, let's see. For the film's Spanish release, it was humorously retitled Minovia es un zombie. And that meaning, means no zombies for me, please. Thank my, you. My big fat Greek wedding zombie. <laughs> it means my fiance is a zombie. Me know what the zombies, Why? please. Thank you, comes. And finally, <clears throat> the hard rock tune one can hear every time there is a motorcycle on screen oh is God. an instrumental version of Ozzy Osbourne's Hell Razor. No. No. That's crazy train. And then like everybody that loves Ozzy Osbourne is probably like, fuck you! Worst fucking song! I also hate I hate Crazy Train so much. Yeah, I mean it's probably the lamest. It's pretty spooky. That, that, I mean that's when that's when Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> had like his blonde fro and he just looked it like It was a, feathered. Yeah, it was, he, a, it he was looked, like feathered and it was when frosted. He was choking out I mean, Sharon Osbourne. He looked like how, he looked like Melissa's crotchula. Is what I want to say. Is it, is it frosted, blonde. frosted and feathered? It's blonde and it's feathered. No. Okay. And it smells like Teddy Rupskin. <laughs> Teddy Rupskin. No. <laughs> Teddy Rupskin. What is the Snuggles Bear's name? Is uh, it just Snuggles? Snuggles? Snuggles the Bear. I don't know. A.K.A. Okay. Melissa's Vikigna. <laughs> okay, let's get into this movie then. Let's so do it. It starts with... Um, All right, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, is everybody ready? We're ready. Okay. No. Nope. Doodles. Doodles, every, get your is get everybody, position. Is everybody snuggle bears ready? I think so. Um, it zooms out from a skull, right? Pulls back. And then you get Rupee, the Roops, <laughs> who is basically, Stan- he's Stanley Tuchin it is what he's doing. Is he? He's got, he's got a towel around his waist. He does that oh, a lot yeah. in this movie. He wants the sweaty tooch. chest. The chews. He, the he, uh, listen, <laughs> when I, a moist, a moist glisten. I didn't remember him crevasse. looking like this. When I was young, my, um, my cat would often bring moles and drop them on my doorstep and he's like listen jessup i killed this mole for you and as a, a present yeah. i give it to you yeah and that mole 
looks like he does. <laughs> it had no hair on it. Oh my God. It was just looking up at me. And He's trying to show off his muscles I by shaving see, his chest. I could see Rupert Everett's face on it. <laughs> the oh my God. But like sucking dick because he's... Oh, stop. Yeah. Uh, so then what? Phone phone rings. But I mean, God bless you if you suck a yeah. deck. The phone like, rings and he's talking to Franco. Franco. This is the only friend in the, the whole world. And there's a knock at the door, and he opens it, and it's Edgar Allan Poe, and it's Edgar Allan Poe, <laughs> super blue, selling the spaghetti. Yeah, he is. That, you're gonna need a lot throughout this movie. <laughs> he's like, listen, this shit's dry right now, but you put some water on it, it's gonna be fucking yeah. delicious. <laughs> and he shoots him in the head. He shoots him in the head, and he gets right back on the phone. And he gets yeah. back on the phone and lights a cigarette. And he's like, Franco's like, just wanted to see how things are. And Roops is like, life goes on. And if you're Jesse and I, you're you're priming you're priming the fucking the Genoa salami. I know. I'm, 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 I'm priming Blow it. The waste. I mean, it's, it's I'm like I'm because you're, you're you're about to be in for a treat. I'm scooting, as like, you're saying. They're setting the tone. I'm I'm snail scooting on like my chair. I'm like, doing my oh I'm my doing my tank kegels right now. And that's when my dickhead touches the chair. I'm touching and my. And I dick. just I drag it. Oh, is and, that- then, and then the precom makes a snail trail. Oh, okay. Yeah. So thanks for that explanation. Must have wanted it. <laughs> she, um, she looked at me and she said, please explain. And, and then we see a snow globe, right? And in the snow globe, there's two men on a cliff. And it says foreshadowing. But I mean, are there two men on a cliff? I had no idea. Could you, on there. could you discern anything within that snow globe? I mean, I, I, could, I, mean, could, I could discern it. Yeah. I was two little men. I'd have to go back, but I didn't care. I mean, but you know what? That. I mean, at Pause this it. point in the movie, it doesn't make it. You don't have no idea Melissa, what the hell I'm up like vibes right now. Vibes. She's openly hostile. I mean, like we're three seconds in and i got vibes yeah and i don't like them and i don't care for Wait, it. are you I mean, vibing right yeah, now yeah am, am i gonna have to <laughs> ask am i gonna have to ask you to leave <laughs> my own house <laughs> again is there gonna be a fist <laughs> in the front lawn? Do, do i have to meet you on the lawn bitch <laughs> meet me on the lawn i'll bring doodles <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'll just kick them and it'll explode oh in like God. a bottle of pus. Don't <laughs> even joke about that. Don't. And the podcast is over. You talk about kicking my dog. It's just like dust will come out of his ass and he'll throw a pus. <laughs> but the sound effect would be like, <laughs> and then the noise, burm, 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 and you hear it, and you'd be like, "Where the fuck did that come from?" <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound of Doodles leaving this earthly reality. Doodles, you're safe. <laughs> doodles is like, just tap. keep licking your bed. No, just keep licking your bed. <laughs> it's fine. Doodles, doodles just looks at it. In my like, version, you go to kick him, and your foot sinks halfway into his abdomen, and you're stuck. No, and he just looks at you, and he's like, "You cannot kill that which is already dead." <laughs> and Melissa's like, "You know, I buried him at the pet cemetery like three years ago." <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I made a, I made an appeal to Satan like I don't know, six years ago. She's like, it I was bur- worth it. I buried his ass, and he just it showed up the next day. <laughs> he showed up the next day with a whole mouthful of turds, and I was like, come on in, doodles. <laughs> and he smells like he's good as new. <laughs> That'll explain. That would explain Zelda's behavior. She's like, I'm with a zombie dog yeah. <laughs> most of my life. This is my life now. Why does I mean, no one she, else see she, something's wrong with this fucking he, dog? He did beat her ass the other day. <laughs> well, because he's a zombie, he has like infinite stamina. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought he was dead. Like I, like I came in the room. Doodles was on his side. There was blood oh everywhere. And I was like, "It happened." Zelda killed Doodles. No. Did you think? Doodles, to take a, did you take a picture of this? Doodles. He doesn't have infinite stamina. Zelda. There was blood coming out of her he face. Has infinite it was shit. crazy. It's like the shit you can just keep pouring out of him. No, I didn't take a picture. I was concerned about my goddamn dogs. I just, I wanted to, He's like the black shit. I just wanted a picture of blood-soaked doodles. He'd be like, doodles is so metal. <laughs> the black colored shit is the color of my soul. No, well, he was, I had to clean up the blood faster than he could lick it. <laughs> so there was that. He's like blood Mom, I gotta get the iron back into my system. Yeah. All right, well, All right so Francesco yells for Nagi, mm-hmm. and he carries the, the body of the dead 
dead salesman or whatever. And he, he starts explaining. He's like, Naki, um, I called you two times. And he's like, Nah! Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they carry him back to... These are the returners. Yes. They carry him back to his grave, and um, they also bring a repair kit to repair the cracked marble. I was like, what does he get? It, it, never never... Looks the, it never looks the same after it's cracked. <laughs> yeah. I didn't spend all this money on the marble, and it just breaks. I mean, listen, you could have left that out, because I didn't know people... They never do it like, again. Like, who cares? Yeah. But, he, but he's all about the authentic. So as they're, like, fixing up the grave, there's something that's moving behind Francesco. Mm-hmm. A little, a little, a uh, tree. little uh, twig in the yeah. ground. And then suddenly, the, tr- the dead tree, I don't even know what it is, a dead branch is lifted up out of the ground by a returner. Mm-hmm. And um, he, uh, so Fr- Francesco is, like, screaming for his gun. He doesn't have a gun, so he takes a spade from Nagi and he Wax stabs it. him in the head. And then basically he explains that returners come back for, to life seven days after their death. Yes. And the only way you can kill them, the shot to the head. Yeah. And he, his name is Francesco della Morte, Francis of Death. He's like, they call me Saint Seinfeld of Death. Nobody, nobody calls you that. <laughs> Mixed with the Harry Potts. No. Nobody does. These are the names he comes up with when he's taking his for hot himself. showers. Yes. He's, like, he's like, I had two dads. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Two two dead deaths. Oh my god. <laughs> Harry Stop. Potts? Jerry Stein. What? Harry Potter's like a little kid. Well, he had sex with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh my god. Listen, oh my gosh. In the, in the ass. So, was, it, was it a was it a news pregnancy? I mean, it is known <sighs> that if you come deep enough in a man's asshole, I mean, a, child, a child it will grow. It was the grow. movie Junior. <laughs> a child will grow. I don't think that's Wasn't nice. that the entire uh, thing of the uh, final conflict bullshit? And then when the guy when the well the when, omen? The, when the guy actually shits it, it's not a baby, it's a, like a Neapolitan ice cream. Oh. It's got some blood in there mixed with the no. with the cum and cum in the chocolate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know about this. I know. <laughs> You're really Neapolitans for me. I mean it's known in the homosexual. I just, I just think of Neapolitan mastiffs and like I, why is there all the the, the wrinkles? I mean ice cream. Yeah. It's like, I got a baby coming, it's a Neapolitan! That's what it's, it looks like. It's a big dog. I mean, I'm not going to explain in, in, in like excruciating <laughs> detail. Yeah, let's, but, let's not. But I mean, you can imagine it. Okay, yeah. And then the next day, um, the- It, it uh, sounds like you're brushing me off. Open- <laughs> the, old, the old woman comes in. She is really funny. Because yeah. she shows up, I guess, every day to visit in the cemetery. Where she's going to be. Because all her friends are there. Yeah. And then she was talking about the colonel or something. And she's like, you just- you used to bring me a touch of Sambuca. Well, it, and it's said throughout this movie, it's like pretty soon when you, you know, you live long enough, you get to know more people that are- the dead than actually alive yeah mm-hmm. which is true we'll her. all be there guys yes. yep sure will i'll die first mm-hmm. then john i already told john when i die make sure you kill steph because <laughs> i'll be fucking goddamn <laughs> if she's gonna have sex with another man i said right. take her out immediately john however you have to do it maybe an accident with the fucking jeep backing her over crushing her skull permanently oh like you know, thanks i don't care Thank whatever you. you gotta do <laughs> Just slip some Drano in her drink. Whatever you got to be done. Oh my god! Wow. She, I'm not gonna do that. She's mine. No, he promised. He promised. I don't remember promising. <laughs> he, promised. he signed it. Wait, he, and, signed, he signed the contract. And this is the first time that um he's somebody calls him an engineer, which mm. is like I this ongoing no theme that just makes no sense. I, I don't, don't understand this. He's either. like, I'm not an engineer. I'll unpack it for you guys. Okay, please. Okay, when it's done. <laughs> I have a lot of philosophical things and to then talk he about. Also this movie. makes up being a biology major and a bunch of other shit. Yeah. So. There's another funeral, and this is when we get our first glimpse of she, Fiona she, Apple. Yeah. Fiona Apple. I mean, she's beautiful. But you guys glossed over one part I do what? want to talk oh, about. What? When he's piecing together the skull. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's prominent. another thing. Yeah. And also, he's, he says a funny-ass line that I love, and he's talking about Nagi's ID card says, distinctive marks all. Yeah. And he said that Nagi's obsessed with collecting dead leaves. And he, he hates, he can't stand it when the wind blows them away. Well, it's, it's interesting, and the only reason I mention it is because basically this movie's like, what people do 
to not really think about living, and that's what Nagi does. He collects dead leaves right. to think about, you know, well, they to, also, to put off the just the monotony of living. They also portray him, at least through um, Francesco's eyes, as being like a simpleton. Right. No, no, that's later on, and that's important. It's important because, like, he does see. He basically looks at Nagi as like he's he is a simpleton. He looks down at him, but like almost like in like a loving way. Yeah. But at the same time, he is looking down at him. Like that is the one thing in like his life that. He basically feels like he's superior yeah. to him in some way. Because everyone thinks he's impudent for unknown reasons. Well, that's another, <laughs> that's another theme oh, in this movie. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll unpack it for you. <laughs> I'll unpack it. Um, so yeah, they dig a grave and uh, yeah, the, the funeral shows up and this is when we see um, she and he oh is like, God, just like he's just totally like head yeah. over heels God, for the her. The most beautiful woman that I've ever seen. I mean, I ha- I'm, will, I'm, I, will I see her again? I'm inclined to agree with him because she, she's gorgeous. She is fucking gorgeous as hell. She is. Those, those lips. Uh, the lips like I want to make a hammock in them lips like those <laughs> lips I want to make a hammock but my penis face down they're, they're in the like lips. a shelf they're like, like a, a shelf, shelf for your D yeah I want to put all my D's up there and my nuts um, <laughs> rest them on that shelf squirrel <laughs> so, you know, so he is wondering if he's going to see her again and then she <laughs> I'm a squirrel and she shows up she shows up again and he sees her reflection in the water um, and then he goes to talk to her, but he immediately insults her because, yeah. for one, he thinks that... The it's dead, like her grandfather. The dead, but that man is her father, yeah. but it's her husband. He was a tireless lover. He may have looked like Orville Redenbacher, <laughs> but when he shot his load, it was like popcorn kernels. It would just bang off my forehead. It would leave indentations and, and blood blisters on my forehead. Yeah, so he pisses her off, she leaves, and then he's uh, taking a shower and he's forlorn because he thinks he ruined it. Yeah. Right. Then he goes to the city clerk, Franco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm confused by this whole transaction, but I mean, I tried to make sense of it, it as I could. It seemed like he was reporting shit to Franco but he, about he, what was going on. And he on. goes there to get payment for taking care of the This cemetery, is like right? a common yeah. theme in this movie where I'm like, Peter Jackson, is that you? So like, Franco knows about the people coming back seven days later. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he, he's, he has told him that. And he's like, well, listen, if you're working all this like overtime, you should get paid for it. So you need to fill out like this form. An M3 form. To be able to get paid for that. So let's pull that out for you. And Franco's like, fuck it. It's just easier to just kill him. Shoot, it's easier to just shoot him in the head than to fill out this bullshit form. So he like kind of just leaves. Right. As he's looking through like all these like files of forms. That Which he's, is like, like any city government that you go to visit, right? Complete disorganization. Mm-hmm. So then it flashes to the next day and he sees that widow again at the cemetery. And um, she's about to leave the cemetery. Um, he sees that woman again. Yeah. And, and he tells her about the ossuary. Ossuary. Uh, and she is immediately, you have an ossuary? Uh, she is just, oh. So she goes there and she's like, where is. She's m- just getting super hard. Where's Mel Gibson at? <laughs> I thought it was an ossuary. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. I don't. Mel Gibson, it's an Aussie. No, that's really bad. Yeah, where oh, he where really wow. I know. That was, that oh, was terrible. That, that, wow. Yes, you can do better. Oh, dude. That's, that's probably the hardest edit Gerard, we've experienced. The hardest. But Gerard Butler. Like, but he's what's Scottish. Harder? Gerard Butler's not Aussie. He's Scottish. He's Scottish. <laughs> what, what if I say Geo Storm? Which one of them are scones? Neither. None. But Seth. Geostorm? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he takes her down to the uh, ossuary, and she, first of all, takes her shoes off and walks in that water, which forces me out. She starts going and over to, like, the death shrouds and just... Smelling she, them. Yes. Huffing, she wants to huff that old perineum, like, scent. And Back she's when, getting so dude, turned she on. Is so, right. She's so turned on. So anytime me and Steph watch, like, like, the Nick, or when we were watching most recently, Frankenstein Chronicles, yeah. I'm always like, 
people fucking look dirty, mm-hmm. greasy. Like and they, they fucked like that like, back then. Yeah, people didn't were give a shit. People were human cheesesteaks, <laughs> and they were just fucking sliding up on each other all the time. Yep. It's disgusting. Creating their, yeah. creating their own mayonnaise. Like, and people didn't oh, like God. back in the day. There was no going down on anybody. Like. You just mm-hmm. maybe you jerked off the dude. No, that, that was for the wealthy that could afford to shower. Yeah, maybe well, you them did. Maybe you jerked off the guy, or maybe he spit on his hand and just like put his old beef hand in there to get you wet and shit. <laughs> but, but that's but you weren't perpetual down, yeast infection. But like you yeah. weren't down there going like blah blah. <laughs> no. Unless you had some like unless you were getting paid at least like two rupees no, to do the blah. Because like I would did be they douche, did they douche back then? Did they like yes, throw perfume shit I mean, up there? Yeah, witch hazel existed. They were fucking Oh, they used to do terrible yeah, terrible things. Yo, they were pussy scorching back then. <laughs> they had to because Plus they just covered everything in because, perfume and powder. Well, that, that, so. was, that was before razors, so women's just bushes. in a land where everybody is burnt. Nobody is burnt. I mean, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> when everybody's covered in mud, everybody's covered in mud. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. no differentiations. That's the word I just picked up. <laughs> Between mud and feces, it's all brown. And they so, start making out. Well, she, yeah, he, she's like, oh, you're, you're going to let me back in. And he's like, well, you know, if you let me kiss you. And then she's like, not like this. And t- picks up a red death shroud from the floor. Mm-hmm. And Throws wraps it over his head. Yeah, and then they make out through there. Let's make out yeah. in the burial shroud. <laughs> <laughs> Skeletons start ripping her clothes off. Yeah, because she gets upset because she's like, I'm, I'm being dishonest to my husband. On. And then she backs up, and basically, a skeleton looks like it's holding her. But I mean, is it? I don't know. And then it's nighttime outside. But then she runs away, and her dress, her dress rips off. Oh, yes. God, then thank God it does. And her, she's in her slip. And thank God it does. And then he smells her dress. It's just like a lot of people smelling things. And then he's like, creepily. then he well, catches up to her with the full moon. Let's kiss in the glow of the skeletal yeah. moon. <laughs> the I love the scene though, where she's standing there and the wind um takes the it, like blows the veil so, away and and unwraps her hair all at the shot, same yeah, time. There's a lot of shots in here that are very like yeah. Argento. And when she turns, she like has a tear in her eye, mm. and I love it. You do love it. I, I love that. There's scene. some good angles. Because the lubrication. Yeah. Seth, <laughs> did your did it tingle? No, it didn't. No. I mean, but she's beautiful. So let's just talk about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then there's blue floating marshmallows. <laughs> yeah, they lay down. He's like, don't. He's like, don't be scared of the toasted well, marshmallows. A, um, I'll eat you out on the deathly hollows. <laughs> Those pancake nips could block out the sun, and when I come inside, all bodies will be one. You should have made this song. Recorded. Well, it's funny because she also wants to do this. Like on her husband's yeah. grave because they, we kept no secrets yeah. together. Yeah. He knows everything, and he tries to like throw something over his picture. And doesn't he like pull? Doesn't she pull it down? No, he pulls it down. Oh. I think. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, there's no secrets. That's cool. It's like, just weird. You but then, inside's the coffin. Well, first of all, how I want to know, like, the, their her husband was dead for like two weeks, right? Yeah. How are all those vines in him entangled around him? Steph, that, you don't, you don't know how nature works below soil. I mean, you're I have used, an idea. You're used to topsoil growth, <laughs> but you don't know what's going on beneath the soil. Okay, so don't true. try to tell me you're a soilologist. And then, or that there's enough room for you to reach around and be pulling shit off of yeah. you when you're trying to get out of the coffin. He breaks out and he sees that basically the roots has made her into a toaster strudel. <laughs> oh, but no, she, <laughs> she's got all but the But she is like totally in love with him at this point, though, because she's like, no, no one will ever tear us apart. And he's like, no one will Steph, ever. It's ever. like the first time we did. I mean, it's true. And we were one. We were. We were. Then, did you guys lock a nooses and just like <laughs> stare off in opposite directions? Steph just started crying. For like she's, six hours. Steph started crying. She said, no one ever made me feel this way. And I was like, samesies. <laughs> I doubt oh, that. And now 10 years later. And then we just like, yeah, we became one person. And it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> like Spice Girls. But amazing. 
um yeah so um so the 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 dead husband comes back and he bites her on the arm and he roops starts calling for nagi <laughs> nagi for the gun and then he picks up a giant Crucifix, cross yeah. and he like stabs him mm-hmm. through the head but she's like dead she i mean she's unconscious she pretty much dies immediately and it's a cool it's a cool, i love that special effect of him getting fucking stabbed through the back of the it's head really that comes good. out of his mouth yeah it's, it's great. really good the special effects in this are great i love them so yeah they take her inside and they they call for inside. a doctor but she like they dies call for dr ginger she pretty much dies immediately but she doesn't the police but we come don't know that and the police sort of. the police come and he's like someone raped her and then <laughs> bit her to death she's you like know, no I, I did the penetration but the biting was totally a you expect individual. me to believe you penetrated with your impotent penis <laughs> Everybody right. knows that that thing That's is so just weird. like it's the Olympus Oscar Mayer this side of the fucking goddamn pond. But even the doctor shows up and the doctor's on board with her being dead. There's no one questioning that no she one. is no, not dead. No, the coroner's like she didn't die being bit to death. She died. Mm, chicky. We also we also <laughs> missed the fact that while this makeout session, the whole sex thing's Spaghetti. going on. Noogie's eating yeah. spaghetti. Did you notice that he's There's always like a, watching a war, like some kind oh, of yeah. war show, the, the war blob? Was war there like blob. a cat meowing too? Strangely? There was a cat. Was a cat outside the window? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I caught the cat. Don't worry about that. Yeah, well, he's just got his headphones on and his eyes are just like. And oh he's just shovel, shoveling yeah. some kind and of sauce yeah, into his mouth. Fried Diablo is just dripping down his mouth. And I want to just partake in that fried Look, I mean, when, you, when, when you're that size, like the carbon take that you have to maintain mm-hmm. is just... I mean, it's high, dude. You got to be eating pasta, like <laughs> yeah. pasta with every meal. Yeah, but you probably just can't poop, though. Pasta, like drink. Like, I mean, you eat a lot of pasta. There and could you, be fiber. It's hard. There's Listen, no way of knowing. No, I, that, that was just regular Steph, pasta. I've been eating bread and cheese all week. I'm fine, dude. I'm like, a, my, my body's like a finely tuned ma- machina. It just fucking just keeps flowing is it an, through. Is it an ex machina? I call my asshole Oscar Isaac because <laughs> he just knows how to just keep it flowing. And then, does he take her back to? Yeah, he asks if he, she doesn't have any family, so he wants to keep her body there. And then he takes her to the ossuary um, for whatever reason. And then as Steph, you're obsessed with saying ossuary, ossuary, we just want to just relax. Um, and then ossuary. She's like in the covered in like a shroud, and just like you could see. I mean, let me just say also, Everything. she has fabulous boobs. <sighs> They're fabulous. They're fucking like, listen. I mean, a, her nips are really big, but other than that. I yeah. mean, listen, I don't have a problem with Bisquick pancake <laughs> nips, like, because when you blab them, then the nipple <laughs> and the nipple comes out of hiding, then you get to see the true difference between, like, the, the true form of yeah, the nip. Like, because, like, you never see them. It's like, it's like, you think you beat in the last boss in Final Fantasy, but it's like, Shanana, this nipple has not achieved its true form. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're waiting for, like, you think you're fighting for the last boss, and the real nip comes down, you're like, oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> liar! Look at his fucking HP! <laughs> How am I gonna fucking take this but, out? It's just like, it's like weird to think that she wasn't chilly as she was just laying there naked. Yeah, her I fucking, mean, I, mean, some, I mean, that's not what I was thinking like, about the entire like, time. <laughs> but like, some women Maybe do. Maybe she doesn't have feelings. Some, I mean, she gets true. Some women have perpetually like soft nips. Yeah. And when women, and then this is just like. And some I, women walk around no, with hard nips listen, 24-7. This is just advice Steph, from like yeah. one man to another man or to a lesbian woman. If a woman and you're like and she's because cl- lesbian women don't know about if their her, <laughs> I'm gonna teach you. He's gonna mansplain to like, us. Okay. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thank Good you. Good job, Jess. Well, you gotta spread. You gotta mansplain. Teach them. You need to vigorously flick them. No, no. No matter, no matter how no. much they tell no. you, like no, no matter no. how much they tell you it hurts, you keep flicking no. them. All right, well, ladies, what you should do also to get your man prepped, primed, and ready, flick, flick his fucking ball sack. Yeah, as just knee the balls a few times. I think that's gonna work. I like when um. When women take my deflated sack and pretend it's like a ghost and they like hold it up <laughs> and they're like what? this Wait, he likes when women yeah, I was gonna say, like, no, women. Women. What, do you, what do you like men to do to your balls all the um, i don't like men touching my balls only my <laughs> asshole i'm just making sure 
I say put all your fingers in the ass because they don't belong on my balls right now, bro. Yeah, so he's like, so she's like laying there with the shroud on and he's, he's like, please don't come back. He's talking to her and he's, first of all, he apologizes for lying about having a biology degree. Yeah. Because he doesn't. He's like, I only read two books in my life and one of them was called Totally Anal Teenagers. <laughs> oh the other was a phone book. And it was totally anal. And they were teenagers. Um, and then so she and she and she sits up and he thinks that she's returning yeah. and so and she says closes his eyes and shoots her and yeah, he, he right, holds his gun sideways and he does the, get, the, kill, the death shot it's the, the kill death shot. shot I would love to know how they shot that fucking scene to have the veil just be just right oh I know it's like floating all like but from her onto <sighs> there's him there's a lot of artsy fartsy shots in it but that's definitely yeah. the Argents coming through I mean a fan it's was great. probably involved but you need a probably I mean it's in there John but like you just didn't hear it but it's in there Jesse, I was expecting the. Oh, oh, what I got oh. was. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll do a redouble for you then. Like, just, <laughs> John's gonna be like, this movie's so much there's a lot of wind. There's a lot of wind blowing in this fucking movie, Jesse, but I don't have the fucking Argents next to it. Argents. Yeah. Uh, so Francesco. Need some Simonettes in there. Yeah. And which some, is like uh, some Jerry. Simonettes is like a like no no Jerry. Jerry to Jerry. Because then it'll be like no no. They're just, they're just, every time Noogie comes out and he's eating the spaghetti, you need a you needed a no needed like a needed like a Halloween five like the bumbling cop theme. No, that was every time the detective showed up and was like, no, it had to be somebody else because you're just fucking useless, right, engineer? Everybody knows your dick doesn't work. Am I right? Uh, so Francesco uh, digs a grave and uh, Nagi shows up and uh, he makes him take over but promises him some ice, ice cream. <laughs> he moves so fast. <laughs> uh, so then they go into town yep. and um, they pass like the group of shit talking guys that we see repetitively. For no reason. The, the shit talking guys that are wearing like leather fringe and have the Vespas. Motor yeah. scooters. Yeah. Yeah. Like not motorcycle. And this is where we meet the mayor and Valentina. Right. Yeah, they're all sitting outside of a cafe. What's, What's- Doing dancing? <laughs> I love that fucking. What's wrong with it? Oh, he really likes you. <laughs> He's cute. Can we buy him? He's basically the human version of Doodles if Doodles oh was attracted God. to a woman. Exactly. No, it, Doodles is very I, handsome. I love when he barfs on her and she her, she flies back out of her chair and hits the ground. She, like it's like a shotgun. Yeah. She Fred Boogans. She, she Fred Boogans. And then Fred she Boogans. Gets well, on well, a motorcycle. Cla- Claudio with shows up, or as some people think, we say verbogas. <laughs> <laughs> Claudio shows up and verbogas. So she's like, I knew you'd understand, and then they drive away together. Yeah, they drive the away, and, and then Noogie is hurt. Oh, he's so upset. He walks home, and uh, Francesco keeps trying to pick him up, but he's he's so mad. As they so pull into the cemetery, the la- old lady with cerebral palsy is there, and she's Engineer. basically. The Admiral used to bring me a touch of Sambuca. Made my mind chef taste like black jelly beans. <laughs> she didn't say that, did she? <laughs> oh, man, are we back to Betty? <laughs> <laughs> and every day we'd come back and we'd watch fried green tomatoes. Some people use anal beads. I use black licorice jelly beans oh because God. it makes my ass taste like anise. <laughs> Anissey. So in the, in the next scene, Francesca was scrapbooking. All of his obituaries. Yes, he was. And um, Nagi is downstairs sobbing. Mm-hmm. He's sad. He's sobbing into his bed. And then and 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 Harry what Potter is-, is up there like, don't worry. He's like through the, <laughs> he's through the cracks and he's like, don't worry, Nog. It's gonna be okay. It, it just just wait. It, it hurts, Nogs. It's just gonna hurt a little bit. No, it's like I have to shoot my my love of my life in the, in the fucking face. But again, yeah. he says like he's he says like one day you'll meet a poor creature just like you or something. You again, know? Yeah. He's looking down at the Nogs. 
Why? But then he also yeah. says like, well, why Why do you care? Because, you know, we all end up here sooner yeah. or later. 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 Often, Meanwhile, like, sooner later. later. For shadowing. Right. Claudio. Claudio. And the bike. Like so Get into fast. an accident with a bus. Oh my God. Oh, this wait, is her face just explodes. It, her head it does it looks her like it head, explodes her head explodes and it's just nothing but shrimp paste there's nothing <laughs> and then he just goes Claudio just goes down a hill and like no, we're, explodes we're in Italy right? it's marinara yeah. sauce all down the side yeah. of the road but the bus also goes over the cliff yes, and the bus is the full Boy of Boy Scouts, Scouts. <laughs> wait the best part's coming up the funeral <laughs> The the funeral. Funeral. This is the fucking best, dude. This is the best shit that ever happened. Never should have so- gone out on a Boy Scout picnic. Never should have, never should have, never go again. <laughs> I'll never go I again. I did not hear There's that. A song. That's the song they're singing. As the kids, as the kids are marching, as the kids are marching <laughs> oh past. Oh my god. Never should have gone on a Boy Scout picnic. I was just so distracted picnic. as to why never they were gonna, all never gonna, having never their funeral there at the same time. Yes. And then she was, like, Valentina was in this weird outfit and how they rebuilt her her face which was non-existent right. exactly like well no she, her head didn't get her it's head just, didn't get run over because she had a helmet on it was basically like her neck it just popped got, off yeah like oh. popped, it popped off like a dandelion it they did look did. like that, it looked like her full fucking but they took head the, was crushed listen Melissa they took the full concentrate of marinara sauce and they fucking fused it back into her head oh and my it was fine. god I mean like you're not gonna have an open casket for fucking that bitch no you wouldn't have her in a glass and, casket and let's just say glass, she she was? glass caskets they don't exhaust I mean, in, well, in, in I this, mean, in this realm, in Dracula, they did. No, and Lucy was Ooh, in that. Oh, Bram Stokes. Mm-hmm. I love Lucy. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't know that you would bury. We know you do. <laughs> you wouldn't bury a glass casket in the ground, though, right? Because it would break. Oh, you want to talk about top three Jessup we crushes? Know. What kind of Lucy? Class it is. Lucy, Chloe Sevigny, yes, and she from this movie. Hmm. All, 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 re- all do fucking. I make, do I make it in the top five at least? You're, you're not in these movies. What about Steph, the chick from Weird down. Science? Steph, you're in I top mean, twenty. Okay. <laughs> what about the chick from Weird Science? Yeah. I mean, like she's too basic for me. Like I like, mm. like I like women that are like, they're like different. They got a little. Why do you look at me? Don't um, look at me, Joe. So I'm not basic. <laughs> there's so much like drama at this funeral because oh, you're basic. The girls. Um, um, show me the target receipts, <laughs> Melissa. Because we're gonna prove this right now. She's like, there's a closet for those, John. Okay, there's not like anywhere else. It's a I whole mean, room. I mean, was I there this morning? Yeah, I was. I was a target. So I'm Ta- shocked. Was I at target? Yeah, I was at target. Yeah. Did I, I, I feel like you kombucha? bitches should just walk around with like a scarlet tea, so we can just identify you immediately. Wait, do you, do I, you I bought not, clothing do there. Do you not enjoy shopping at Target? Men don't no, like it. No, no. Oh. That, that's Melissa's butt plug. <laughs> Melissa, at the end of Melissa's butt plug, it just has a T on it. <laughs> no, it's got the target. It's got the bullseye. Exactly. It's got the Jesse bullseye. Jesse like Marshalls better. Oh, yes. Yeah, Marshalls? That's Marshall. still around? Wait, Marshalls yeah. makes butt plugs? I'm confused. What's happening right <laughs> they now? They do. They're wine stoppers, actually. <laughs> they, can, they can do duels. Dual I mean, they're tapered for your pleasure. I wonder how many proctologists have seen oh, the wine seen stopper it. or I mean, two. I'm not saying I'm not going to go home and try it, but... We don't... I mean, Steph, I'm upgrading yeah. from the pinky. <laughs> Sometimes I put a, I put like a corkscrew up my ass, and Steph has to go in there with the wine thing and just cork it out. I mean, that article I found about like things you can fuck in your house. It was very interesting. Very interesting, and like you do imagine like if people have done that before, like the weed control. I was like. Why? Dude, there has def- Why is that what somebody We've talked about the people that come on the Amiibos, right? There has been a I horny mean, bitch that definitely put a weed controller in her pussy. Why at some don't point. you just buy. A vibrator. Because maybe you already fucking put out the money for a Wii and you already got a vibrator. What the fuck? I mean, it's you like, waited in line at GameStop yeah, for know. like six days to get that fucking <laughs> Wii. Steph, you got a zucchini and it's in the shape I mean, of a dick. I mean, they determined that was not the best thing to use. So. Fuck yeah. it, need it. It's not like a good shape. Yeah. I mean, it's like square. But we talked about the people coming on Amiibos, right? Was that this? Yeah, I think so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. <sighs> people are strange. 
So drama, drama at the cemetery. Because Cloud, Claudio is uh, the girls cl- cr- crying over Claudio, and the mom is mad because he was promised to the mayor's daughter. Oh, the side piece, yeah, yeah, yeah the side yeah. piece. Um, no, Claudio loves me, but, but, but not, <laughs> not Claudio. Yes, Nagi's just happy because he keeps looking at the grave, and he's like. She's I just like I just like the uh, was it Claudio's mother or like the the mayor's wife or something is like you stupid bitch she was always promised to the mayor's daughter yeah. <laughs> Claudio Claudio I mean Claudio was no prize he, he was no. eating he was so finish. fucking goofy looking I mean, he looked like a dweeb he looked like Tom Petty yep. yeah you know? Um, then a- after the funerals, like she hangs around and she confronts Francesco. Tom Petty was in the postman, <laughs> not was, Waterworld. He was um, as she- once as one thought. <laughs> <laughs> Corrections. <laughs> um, he was in the postman. So she um, she confronts Francesco and asks him if it's true that the people return from the dead, but he doesn't want to answer her. Answer her. Uh, yeah. He's got no time for the living. He has no time. Uh, so again, he's in the shower because he showers pretty often, all the time. as one does when you work in the cemetery. He got soot. Yeah. But Nagi no, never bathing no. because he can't fit he in the shower. He also has a patch on his butt because he at one time must have split his pants. He ass blasted that shit. <laughs> Is he, that what that was? Because I yes. thought he just had deep ass sweat. No, no, no because, because one time he ate too much fucking pasta and bananas and he was like, Hadouken! at his ass and he just fucking <laughs> shriveled like, like Nagasaki his asshole. I hope they don't share a toilet. You think they share a toilet <laughs> no. in the no, fucking no. house? I, I think Nagi has like a hole in the corner of that yeah. basement where he just yeah. like shat himself. Like, ah. He's like, nah! Back splatters everywhere. So Francesco's taking a shower and the lights go out. I and thought then, he was um, about to get electrocuted. Well, yeah, because it was, why is it above the shower? That's not uh, a good place no, for that. No, it's, it's safe. Con- but it is that's convenient. A code, that's a code violation. <laughs> I mean, I asked the guy when he did our apartment, can you please put it there? It's convenient for me. I mean, I think there are a lot of code violations in the, in the thing that they live in. It's, yeah. You can't call the house. I don't know. Floor, the floorboards? I, don't I know. mean... Yeah, what? listen, I mean, back could, in the you day, could, you could call it a house, but Stop. nobody's going to want to live in it. Do you remember what our first apartment fuse box looked like? Oh, yeah. It looked like worms connected to like electricity. <laughs> like I went down there and I was like, we might die any day right the, now. The, <laughs> the, the spice must flow. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like I went down and looked at that fuse box and I was like, that's definitely 1859. <laughs> like that was put in because those, those like, it looked like the, like the wires were insulated in straw. Yeah, it was not good. Oh my God. And, not good. There's, like, there's like a bird's nest in You're like, well, I'm not fucking with this ever again. I mean, like when I go down into my basement, it looks like Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. And like I go over there, there's like skeletons <laughs> next to the fucking fuse box. I don't fuck with it. It's like, well, I remember the electricity went out. So I was like, go turn the fuse back on. I went down there. I was like, no I don't way. know what the fuck that is. I had to replace a sandbag inside the fuse box. There was no, there was no fuses down there. There was just a dead fucking skeleton. Yeah. And we lived there for two and a half years. Yeah. It's amazing. And I was like, get somebody oh, over here to fix this problem. Guys are survivors. Then we just sacrificed like a virgin to get the electricity <laughs> back on. Uh, so, um, so someone comes in and it's a dead scout. And then they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. I love the scene when there's three of them walking towards him and they're yeah, chomping their yeah. teeth. And then there's like a man nun that yeah. comes oh, after him. Yeah, oh, it's definitely a man. So yeah, he, he's like shooting them all and then Nagi's downstairs watching another war Always. program with his headphones on. He's spooning chocolate pudding yeah, or ice cream into his mouth. Something. He loves it. Some shrimp paste. I, I like when he shoots the one fucking uh, guy in the head. Well, the one... um. Boy Scout in the head, and it basically looks like a toupee. Oh flannel. my god, yes! And his, no, his, and his yeah. eye goes like it goes to plaster for like a split <laughs> oh, that, that one's good too. Yeah. The, the last one that he shoots. Yeah. And then, did, did you guys see the video of fucking Donald Trump when he's trying to get on the plane and his fucking mm-hmm. hair the goes out? Oh back. my oh. shit! What is that, dude? That's it's, like, you, it's like his whole head is that's bald. That's a side comb. That's that, the, that, is yeah. a, that is probably the best side comb I've ever seen. I've never yeah. seen bald spots like that before in my life. It's so patchy. How it's can weird. you grow? How can you grow such long hair in certain spots and then have a fucking just 
completely plowed baseball field on the other side <laughs> of your head. It's like a metaphor. It's weird, though, that he has metaphor for all the money in the world and can't get that fixed. You just shave your head. Imagine if Trump oh, just he came would, out he one day. He could just get hair transplants. Just, There's so many fucking things he could do with that money. Dude, I would just wear like one of those caps that have like a fucking helicopter twirl on the top. <laughs> that's what I would do if I was him. Yeah, that's what you do yeah. when you're the president. I mean, he, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he did that. Mm-hmm. He'd look better, actually. And, no, 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 no. He could wear a Mickey Mouse hat. It would be awesome, dude, because he'd have the big ears and shit. Yeah. Oh my I, would God. Take, I would finally take him serious if he did that. Mm-mm. Hashtag keep your leftist views to yourself. <laughs> Hashtag unsubscribe. Um, yeah, so then he beats the, the dead man nun's face in to mush and... Um, Oh, oh, the, the, uh, I love the when the, the one scout like hits the remote and the TV starts. It just screams really loud, and he turns and he shoots the TV. And then Nagi gets and all Nagi's fucking pissed so off. Sorry. His eyes get all big. <laughs> he was so sad. Oh my gosh! But then he finds that freaking chick. Yeah, they go outside and they, and they hear moaning and they follow it, and it's the fucking chick who's like crying, like, crying over Claudio. And then I love this part. Like you hear like a, a rumbling in the ground, like shakes, yes. and fucking Claudio he comes melted too on his motorcycle. Yeah. And he's just blue. The bluest zombies I have ever seen in my life yes. in this movie. Mm. He's pretty blue. He picks up the girl and they kind of ride off and they kind of, then they I chase. I thought he was going to run her face over. I like the way the like looks. It's really yeah. cool. It reminds me of like a um, George Romero doing the dead zombie because he's kind of like bluish. But I like how he has all the bike parts that are like coming out of yes. his, his hand. I, yeah. I like how they just buried him with his motorcycle. Yeah, like, great. In what realm does that happen? I was happen? like, what's happening? At first I thought he it was, was driving around down there. At first I thought it was like that thing that Melissa talked about before where people get like, you could like, when you die, you like prop you up on your like your motorcycle or you're like playing oh, cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought oh, it was yeah. like that at first and I was like, oh, they, he really loved this bike. But no, he was just they just throw him into a fucking hole. It. To it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then they they uh, go searching around the cemetery, right? And they eventually hear like, moaning. moaning, and she's then, getting eaten. Yeah. He's and, just eating me. Let him finish. I shall be eaten by whoever I please. And this he is has my to business. Shoot a bitch. And, and he's he like, does. and Claudio. This is my business. They pay me for it. <laughs> and he shoots them, but I, his intention wasn't to shoot her too. He wanted to kill him, and then he felt really bad about killing her. Eh, did he feel bad? I mean, he did. For he about did. a half second. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, they tend to frown upon killing living people. And then he got another shower. He yeah. says, disposing of dead people is a public service, whereas you're in all sorts of trouble if you kill someone while they're still alive. Next day, Nagi. He's playing the fiddle. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. What is he playing? He's playing the basically the same song that Rupert's always playing when Rupert's walking around whistling. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, this is like a little, like, little tidbit here but like it was it was uh people used to say like if you're walking by a cemetery you shouldn't whistle because you can wake the dead mm-hmm. and that's mm. and then so like that's what Rupert's doing the whole time he's walking around the cemetery he's always whistling oh yeah, and then there's a yeah. song that comes into play and then Nagi plays it on the fucking fiddle and then later Valentina sings Valentino's, it Valentino <laughs> she sings the actual lyrics to it yeah. later yeah. yeah um yeah so he's uh playing on her grave and then he digs he digs her up and uh, just as he's about to kiss the glass, you didn't say this already, right? No, I didn't. no. Just as he's about to kiss the glass, her she eyes opens open. her eyes. Are you drunk, Steph? No, I'm not drunk. And he goes to pull her out and just decides. Well, because her head was reattached, right? So it's yeah. easy enough just well, to why take. why wouldn't you just open the whole thing? Get get the whole body. I don't know. He because was, of he doesn't understand that. Because hashtag flashlight. <laughs> Basically. Flashlight has an automated thing now that you can actually put That's your flashlight you inside this little automated thing and it will suck you. It will move and suck. You don't have to do any work. And you can also connect that to Fleshlight's website. So when you're watching a porno, the thing will suck you at the same rate that the porno girl is. John's eye just got real big. POVing. 
Are you trying to like drop a birthday hit? Because your birthday <laughs> yeah. already passed, dude. I mean, I've already been doing this since November with Steph and it didn't work. Oh my God. But she's like, but my mouth's right here. And I was like, but I want to dream. Crazy. <laughs> Let me dreams. She's like, look, it's the future. <laughs> I was like, I want to have the sex. The future with- is here. Let a robot suck me off. I want to have a robot suck, yeah. suck Steph. And she's like, no, it's too expensive. <laughs> but I like this part where her little head follows him with oh the veil. I love that yes. part. It's because the best. I wonder how they did that special It's effect. 100% like a, a pumpkin on top of Dude, like, like a race car. When they're like when when he first uh, is making out with she by the moonlight. Oh, you see the strings. You see the string oh on the fucking God, moon yes. holding it up. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this one's kind of like I didn't see any strings or anything. So I was just wondering it looks good. how they probably yeah. did that. It was a fucking line, probably yeah. dragging the fucking head. Oh yeah. I mean, it was a ten. And this and the next scene is when uh, Nagi takes that skull that uh, Francesco's always working on, and he puts it together in like a with, like the quickness. And then when he walks back in, he's like, he takes it apart. Takes it apart. It. Real <laughs> does. I didn't quite get that scene at first, but now I got how, how many skulls in the human skull? How many how bones? Many bones? Uh, I don't remember. Melissa. 14. Nope. Uh, 30. I don't remember. 22. Okay. I was close. Um, and this is, again, he insults him because he's like, basically, don't worry. Don't worry yourself about that because you'll never, it's too difficult for you. You'll mm-hmm. never put it together. It's the hardest thing I've ever tried to do. Besides get my penis hard, <laughs> which doesn't happen. And then, then we see uh, Chef Nagi when he makes the Spaghetti banana. <laughs> he looks so disappointed. Two oh, he walks plates. by with both plates. He's like, ah. <laughs> I love when he's like, "You're really disgusting when you eat nagi." And he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he takes the and food. Like, that's like me anytime John brings a meat tray. Yeah, to the well, podcast. I mean, that's everybody with a meat tray. It's true. <laughs> Give me some cheese and pepperoni. Um, he takes. I was like, "I'll see you, motherfuckers, abstain, and you all fucking eat it <laughs> oh, too." God yeah. damn it! God I don't damn. see abstains. I leave here with like just cheese and pepperoni grease. I don't see you guys stained. (laughs) That's for Lou for the for the for the road soda and the hand job on the way back. No, truth be told, (laughs) no truth be told. I drove past you guys in '95. Into Jesus, there's some distractions going on. You see, mm, mm. so anyway, he takes the food down. We called Houdini in it. (laughs) I don't call it that. Um, Francesco is listening, and he can hear um, he can hear her laughing down there. So Mm -hmm. he knows that he is like a woman downstairs, whatever. Um, and he put her head right where the TV he was, He puts right? it in the TV, yeah. the broken TV. And so um, he hears like a noise from outside and he goes out there and there's um, like a grave that's destroyed. Oh, mm-hmm. right. And then he goes over to that little castle and he sees her reflection in the She's water. She's like yeah. wrapped in baby wipes and Charmin Ultra. And she has like the vines coming out of her face. And someone's yeah. in back of her with a blow dryer. <laughs> making all the food. Go flying around and shit. <laughs> Oh wait! This, wait, no. The soundtrack's different. Okay, and then they sorry. start like blah, blah, they each do. other. And, they're, and they're I really, was like, "Why is he trusting that she's not going to eat him she's, right now?" She's and like nibbling on his eat him. Yeah, and she bites him. Yeah, and he fucking Nagi comes to the rescue with the shovel. Yeah, for once. And he, and then this he starts sobbing and he's saying he killed her and then you put the pieces together. Yeah, that, I like, was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" That initial about? bite didn't kill her, but when he shot her in the head, thinking she had returned, he actually did kill her, and yeah, now this is her return. Yeah. Yeah. Does it happen? It made it sense. Sucks. Oops. Yep. Big mistake. And now Nagi doesn't trust him. That's pretty funny, too, when he's like yeah. coming at him with like the broom. And so he's like, I'm not fucking dead, dude. I just got bit. And he's like, Which, you know, ah. they, they don't ever really ah. deal it, with the, that. For the, the bite rest of the doesn't movie. matter. The bite doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's not being buried in the cemetery. Yeah. 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 So um, later, the old lady comes up and she wants advice on what pictures she should use on her tombstone. Yeah. And he's like, Use both of them. Right. And then she walks away with her crusty clam bake. <laughs> and Nagi dumps a oh. phone book in like the fucking trash heap as and they're he burning. And he's so mad. And he's like, I know we have a new one, but you don't get rid of these, the fucking classics! <laughs> His favorite reading. No. <laughs> 
Um, and then so the, as the ashes are floating up, they like cover that like sh- there's like already like a um statue statue there of like what a re- like an a angel reaper, or so a death angel, yeah. or death angel death. Yeah, and it turns into the grim reaper, and he's like, "Stop killing the dead, they're mine. If you want the dead to stop coming back, why don't you kill the living? Shoot them in the head." And then the next scene, he's like cutting some bullets. Why do people do that? Why is he putting that little X in the bullets? We're looking at you, John. Is he doing he it? References, so- he references dumb dumb rounds, which I guess he's it's so the bullet fragments will oh. impact. Oh, okay. So that they can't do forensic evidence. No, so the bullet doesn't pass through and go other places. It oh, just it's goes like, into the head. Does and goes, a bunch of damage in there. Yeah. Dumb dumb bullets. Um so the phone rings And shoot to kill. We have the die of Bama N. Empire down. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the goth episode. I love it. She's rarely dead. No, she's fucking dead. She mm-hmm. shot her in the head. She's rarely dead. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, let me hump you now. So. Qu- oh, that's not very. That good. didn't happen. And you're so still, so quiet. <laughs> Don't breathe too deep. I'll pretend you're dead. Now I'm shooting, <laughs> shooting, oh shooting, God. and I'm shooting. So the phone rings, it's Franco, and uh, just then the door opens, and um, it's a dead guy. And then he, and, Fra- and Francesco shoots him in the head, and then another guy comes in, and he shoots him in the head, and then meanwhile, he's just like on the it, phone talking to Franco the whole time. And it pans time. out, and there's like just people walking Just like a hundred, it looks yeah. like, yeah, a hundred dead people. And Franco kind of asks him, he's like, what do you think the rest of the world looks like? And Roops is like, who knows if the rest of the world even exists. And he, does he falls asleep, He falls right? asleep, and he has a dream of shooting the leather fringe biker gang as they're eating gelato because he doesn't yeah. believe in gelato. He I said, mean, gelato is amazing. He says ice cream is a superior. No, false. It's superior. False. And they're like, I don't no. Think he says that. God's no. to eat. God's I mean, to everybody always, knows it's the milkshake that is the superior. He's to always <laughs> eat the gelato. and It's a liquid, it's ice cream, and you drink it. I mean, listen, milkshake can be very mm-hmm. desirable, but for me, soft serve. With mm-hmm. rainbow sprinkles. It's got to be fucking custard, <laughs> custard, though. Custard soft serve. Custard. There is nothing better. Custard. It's like what are you talking about? Ew, bitch. Like the Rita's shit. Yes, yes that is the best. Custard uh-huh. is the best. Custard is the best. Go to another place and get regular soft serve. It's not custard, but it's you not know the it, same. You know what it tastes like? AIDS. <laughs> I fucking, like soft serve. Yeah, but you have to get custard kind from Rita's. Mm-hmm. Made with eggs. Melissa, you make me hate you more every time you no. say something. That's my goal. <laughs> I'm succeeding. Uh, yeah, so there's like a montage of him just she like wants shoot, us, she wants people. us to hate her as much as she hates herself. Jesse, Moses like please spit on me when you leave. It could be nothing better than you spitting in my face, Jess. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. <laughs> so the next day, uh, the, de- the detective shows up and um, tells he has him, the mayor with him, right? right? Isn't it when he's, he's, he's says, like, like, you know what? Some somebody fucking maniac. Some, maniac. some maniac killed a bunch of gelato eating motherfuckers <laughs> down at the goddamn gelato factory, and we don't understand why. Because probably some, noogie. I mean, well, it was some dumb I mean, bitch. Who is it? Some dumb bitch was down there saying that fucking goddamn regular cu- <laughs> regular soft serves better than custard soft is, serve, and yeah, so. it just led to a whole fucking pr- predicament. He tells him that his suck car, <laughs> his car was seen in town, but he doesn't think it was him. He actually just thinks it was I don't, not. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not strong enough to suck a dick. I would just cry. Oh my god, why are we on this still? I think like maybe this is like a thing that you want to do. Suck I mean, dick? I told him to do <laughs> it, and he's denying. It. I, I don't have the power. He to suck a penis. Um, so the detective wants to question him, and but Francesco goes down to talk to him first, and like they could smell a bad odor oh, coming from his, terrible his odor. room. Um, and he and he goes in and he sees Valentina's head, and, and she's, she's singing, singing the song. The song that comes yeah. a time when death is sad. You're all alone, and you feel so bad to wait again for love to start. To feel the beating of your motherfucking heart. Yep, exactly like that. Oh, 
And the mayor shows up too during this because the mayor brings a photographer because he wants to dig up his daughter's coffin so he can take pictures his with do- her dead- His daughter's coffin. So his daughter. Weird. His daughter's. Daughter. Listen, don't I'm call Philly. Steph, the fuck? Steph, don't call me daughter. <laughs> Not there to the picture. Can't well, remind me. What the don't fuck call does that even me mean? daughter. Fuck you. Steph had that fucking goddamn bookmarker, Eddie Vedder, <laughs> and it was like the, the the sides were all like crinkled, like there was moisture on them at one time from all the young PJ of Steph's oh youth. God, you wish. <laughs> and I was like, Steph, why is this all? Why is this are watermarks all over this? And she's like, I don't know, Jess. I Coming. I wasn't masturbating when I was fourteen. You were fucking doing what? something. You were, you were shoving that whole fucking bookmark up your badge, v- v- <laughs> just grinding on Eddie Vedder. So yeah, he wants to take pictures with his dead daughter. So that he can Don't use them, <laughs> so he can use them for his fucking re-election campaign. Yeah, God damn it! I mean, it is something. And then they open it and they see that there's no <laughs> head. No head. You want me Fran- to shoot from the neck down? Francesco knows that her head isn't there, right? Vote he for someone. No, plays, he didn't know. He plays dumb. No, he plays dumb. No, I like it. He does play dumb because he's like he's lighting a cigarette he's like, and, he's like, and he's like this. Bogus. Oh, bogus. <laughs> it's the fucking best. It's a mystery. He's like, I'm bogus. Like, listen, you wanted me to dig it up. I don't fucking know. And they, so they go, oh, then he can, um, but the mayor hears his daughter, his daughter calling him, <laughs> calling him, daddy, daddy, daddy poo, daddy poo. And then, so he follows the voice and he goes down, um, they go down into Nagi's, Nagi's yeah. sex and, chamber and she and, tells him they're going to get married. Yeah. And, she's and like, with like, your no. permission, I'd like to marry him. And he's like, over my dead body. And she's like, well, well, well that can be raised. Right away from my well, Okay, I like, why, why does her head have the ability to fly? It's I fucking don't know. great. It's, just, it's <laughs> a it 10. Is it is a 10. And we needed to, everybody drink because there's a teeth shot. There's a teeth camera shot. Oh, I love that teeth camera oh, shot. Man. It's fucking the best. Okay. Okay, uh, guys, you did it. We, we did, did it. it. Yay for boogies. Mm. And the dude from Intruders like writing down notes like there's a tea shot. Oh, I can have a phone shot, a shopping cart shot. And he's like, but I already filmed my movie and it's already out. Ah, next time, maybe. Shannon knows that could be next time. So yeah, and then she, she bites her father on the neck, but then she doesn't just bite him. She's like chomping at Goodbye. his neck, chewing him away, chewing away. And, and he's um, like, help me engineer. And he's like, I'm not a fucking engineer, mate. Chicky wicky. And <laughs> he shoots her in the That's head. That's mental. Uh, mental, mental, and uh, yeah. So he shoots for um, Valentina, Valentina, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the mayor's dead. The mayor's dead because she chewed his ju- yeah. jugular out. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, then that night ha- uh, comes, and he tells Nagi that his mother's name was Delamore, which meant love. And then the mayor returns, and he tries to escape the cemetery. Like, You're not yeah. the mayor anymore. <laughs> and he shoots him. He's like, "You can't do anything to me. I'm the mayor." And he's like, "Not anymore." Chickity what? Same pistol sound effect from the entire movie. And then the next day, the new mayor shows up. And his assistant. And This is um, when you see the first shot of Resurrectories. Yeah, that's the name of the cemetery. When you're like, well, duh, because what does that mean? For those who will rise again. Yep. Um, so the new mayor shows up and he's like, hey, I heard these rumors that, uh, you know, you're telling people that dead people are well, coming no, no, back. The, the, what, what the mayor says first is, is like, do they try to get in? And Roop's like, no, sometimes they try to get out. Because right, they're, they're putting, putting barbed wire. wire. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, so basically he has them sign this denial uh, form. I don't know. that He's like, yeah, you said they come back seven days after. And he's like, ah, nah, they don't do that at all. Let me just fucking sign this off saying they don't do that at all. And then he's and he sees the secretary who mm-hmm. is she. She. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they didn't leave. see that coming. Leave. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't get your name. And then later she arrives that de- later that night at his door and faints. Because he pulls a gun on her. Yeah. Yeah. 
And she starts like... I mean, he's, he feels really strongly about a second amendment. He right. starts <laughs> he spitting water into her mouth. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> I would do it. I know you would. He was going... <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's, like, he's like taking a sip of pole in spring. He's like this. <laughs> but how how do they then get onto the subject of her needing an impudent man? Oh, because she has a phobia. She loves men, but she's afraid of their manhood. She's a phobia of uh And of she heard penises. that he's an She's like, yeah, man. she's basically like, I am terrified of a hard penis that reminds me of a spitting cobra. I like a penis that looks like room temperature margarine. Why is she old? <laughs> Why is the old voice? Because whenever you say the word margarine, it's got to be an old voice. I mean, a hard dick looks like a cobra to me, and you know Again, why is she old? <laughs> and, and oh, like, my God. And I get scared because I never know when the cobra's going to spit. These are voices that Melissa no, should be doing. Yeah. Uh, so they make out. Melissa, and, um, do it. She, I'm terrified of a wrecked penis. <laughs> that's one voice you do, but that's not an old lady. Why would she do an old lady? She's doing what she. It's not an old lady. You gotta say, I'm terrified over a fucking. I'm terrified of a erect penis. <laughs> in 1922, <laughs> one came at me like a rattlesnake. <laughs> and Pappy had to kill it for me. Because <laughs> I'm a deep. So deep. Melissa picked the one old lady voice that sounded like a coal miner from 1930. <laughs> that, that penis latched on to my ankle like a cougar. Is that a female Thomas Jane? Yes. <laughs> like, I don't, don't want to know what a female Thomas Jane is like. Still, you know still a bad actress. I, I'm having sex with Stefan and all of a sudden it turns into female Thomas Jane. <laughs> Not it would just be male. Jessup, are you ready to shoot you your own? And then Dean's voice would be on your penis. Stefan, you ready for this dick? Like, and 1922 was right for that day. No, if Steph laughs during sex, I punch her in the teeth. <laughs> like, immediately. She did it one time. I was like, what the fuck is so funny? Am I fucking funny to you? She's like, that was funny. How Your we manhood is. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> he, okay, just to clarify, he's never actually punched me. No, never. <laughs> I don't want people but to But Steph upset. has punched me because my Juno's is very big. By accident. Yeah, but I then, mean, but then just... it was bleeding. And it oh, man. And you laughed and it wasn't funny. I mean, they, they get upset when you hurt them during sex. You can't laugh at them when that happens. No, one happens. time we were horsing around and we were wrestling and Steph fucking punched me in the nose and it started bleeding. Oh, and I was, shit. And, I was, and she was cracking up laughing. I was like, this is fucking funny to you? Oh, <laughs> this God. is fucking funny to well, you? because we get, we get like scared and we do this weird nervous laugh thing. And I was like, I'll tell you what's fucking funny, Steph. You were sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> the bed is mine. And I fucking cried. <laughs> 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 the first um, Jeff Janot jokes you out and your wife beats you up. <laughs> I'm just a fucking goddamn, I'm just something to be abused by people, apparently. Yeah. He's, you know, don't be intimidated I'm by his big foot, size. I'm sick. I'm a six foot four vagina just to be fucked. Yeah. As hard as you want. That's why I married you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So they, so sh- they make out and then she asked if he'll marry her. And so, yes. And then he tells Nagi that they're going to get married. And Nagi right. is sharpening a spade. I, what is it? I don't know. Uh, who yeah, was it for her or him? I don't know. Because he still doesn't he trust doing. him yeah, at this know. point, I guess. So this is when he goes to the doctor, yes? Yes. yes. And he's like, I need this fucking D taken care he of. He wants because, him to cut it oh, off. Oh, yeah. Nagi, Nagi must have been pissed off because he shot the uh, the mayor's daughter in the yeah. face. And he's like, I don't believe that you actually have a penis. And he's like, well, check out my D. And I mean, clearly he has a long and penis he's like, because oh. he is impressed. Yeah. What was he going to take his dick off with? Salad tongs? Yeah, it looked like fucking hedge clippers. I don't know what, I don't of, know. I don't know what that was. First of all, and then he was in stirrups. Like, I don't know. Would you put I, a man in stirrups? I don't know. But then the guy, <laughs> well, the doctor was the like, I can't do it. Yeah. He's like, I, I can't, can't do, do it, it, but I can give you this injection, which is hella painful. Yeah. 
Well, he also didn't want anesthetic. He wanted right. his dick off, and he didn't want, and he wanted yeah. to feel it. Yeah, why? That's weird. The because he wants weird. to feel anything. Oh, maybe. Good he point. Want, he wants to know what it's like to be alive because he feels nothing. Deepness. That's a good point. Deepness. And he's like, no, Deepness. I can't cut it off. I don't have the snug for it. Let me just inject honey into your dickhead. Oh uh, yeah, what was it? Was something that's going to last so, for like, a month? He rolls over to like present his butt cheek for him the injection. He's like, no, I got to put it in the dick hole, dude. Yeah, so roll right back in the over. Hole. I'm about to put this thick fucking grade A honey right in your D hole, and he pours it in there, and he's like, oh my goodness, you need that. Yeah. And then he goes home and he's like recovering from mm. I mean this whole thing makes no sense. And the old lady well, finally died. Yeah. No, she, he's like I'm hovering between life and death, but I guess I'm used to it. Yeah. No big deal. And she I mean, shows when you listen up, to Morrissey every day and take hot showers, <laughs> you just use you just want the world to fucking end. Sometimes I I'm in there taking a shower and I just go through four bars of Irish Spring and I've listened oh. to four albums from Echo and the Bunnymen. <laughs> It just goes by so quick. Does anyone use Irish spray? I hope anymore? not. That stuff's so drying to your skin. But it oh, smells man. like so good. It smells like the Emerald no. Isle. It smells like peaty <laughs> moss <laughs> in the low so in the British lowlands. John's like, I'm not saying anything because I use Irish spray. You do, don't you? <laughs> you <laughs> do. Like, Why is it drying you out? John's oh like, my god! Like, John's like, this you think the little Irish women are going to come out and start whacking it, don't you? John's like, I love it because like when I put the Irish spray under my balls, I imagine it like leprechauns are living under my. <laughs> I thought you were like an axe man, but I guess not. Because I was wrong about you or Old Spice. No, he uses Brute. He uses Irish Spring followed by Brute. <laughs> oh, my God. My it's Irish just, Spring brings all the bitches co- to the yard. Cover all the bases. It's just yeah. dry, John. You got to put lotion on after that soap. John's I mean, dry. I'm sure he does. He, he, I'm he sure la- he does he, he lather. La- he lathers up his fucking I've never scr- been accused of being desiccated stuff. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Every time when we go down there, like, yo, this is scrumptious as a fucking Oscar Mayer hot dog, John. Salty. Whoa. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So, so basically. Shakes my nostrils. She shows she up. She shows up. With the best headband and she doesn't have ever seen it ma- doesn't it match her it's humongous or whatever I don't know. it's color coordinated um and she basically okay this part oh my god this part of the movie it's so weird it's so fucking she was weird. raped by she the tell- mayor yeah, but she, she liked it she liked it but not the violence but then they did it again afterwards more nicely so that she would forgive him. To me, and she, this is the weirdest me, fucking thing. Is. She's just bragging that the mayor can fucking shoot two loads back to back because, like, that's a phenomenon not many men can do. That's true. Because it's me. Like when I shoot my first load, <laughs> I'm like, bitch, you got to we got to wait twenty minutes More at like least. Twenty four hours. Could get me some custard. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm like, Steph, I just shot my load. We got to wait two weeks <laughs> for, the, for it to be replenished. Um, and then she's like, Yeah, I can't marry you because I'm going to marry the mayor. But don't worry, we'll still be friends. He's like, I want mm-hmm. you to be my cuck. You want to be my cuckold? That's what he's down. You cockled me. <laughs> oh, fine. I'll use the Irish term. Cornota. <laughs> I want you to be my cornato. That's not the fucking Irish. What are you talking about? Consiglieri? You going to be- <laughs> I want you to be my cornato. I don't know if that's a word. I, I, it's, it's a word. Um, so then Francesco goes out that night, and at first he considers picking up a lady, a lady of the night on the side of the road, but then he ends up at a cafe where he's drinking wine, mm-hmm. and a girl shows up asking for a ride. No, he goes. Right? Uh, he, he goes pussy brown because yeah. he wants to get that. Yeah, but then he's he too wants depressed. to get that ditalino. He wants to please let me get that ditalino. What's the ditalino? That's called small thimble in Italian, and that's a woman who masturbates ferociously on her <laughs> vagina. A ditalino. Ditalino. What? I'm going bullshit on no. that right now. He looked this shit up. This was like some research. Bring me she a does- what? Ditalino. I wrote it down with a what? Ditalino means. Fingering female. The literary f- f- term means small thimble. <laughs> and a pompino, the literal term means small pump, means blowjob. Going to get me 
be a bambino by one of these titalinos. Okay. All right, then. Uh, so a girl shows up asking for a ride, and then her friend you know walks this in. Is, this is like it's, she. It's, she. it's every episode of Bang Bus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fake taxi. <laughs> Where they're like, I need a ride somewhere. My boyfriend was supposed to pick me up. So at this point, are we just seeing what he wants to see, and he's just seeing all these females as she? I'll talk about it. I don't know. I got um, it. I'm going to unpack it. I got a lot of shit to say about this movie, because I don't ever get to do existential stuff, and I'm going to talk about it a lot. And uh, so they, he drives them back to their apartment, and he finds out that there are three of them that live there. And uh, as she's getting out, she tells him to make a wish because she grants them. And he says, I want you to fall in love with me. And then they go inside, and she gets naked, mm-hmm. and they do oh, it. Oh, when she takes those fucking jeans off. The mom jeans? <sighs> I mean, I want to live inside this woman's body, and, and I would touch myself all the time. But like I say all the time with like Christina Hendricks, I wouldn't even want to do anything dirty to you. I just want to spoon you in bed and smell your hair. <laughs> Probably smells like cotton candy and strawberries. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would nestle in her bosom and uh, probably never leave. Christina Hendricks. I would just lay in her tits and just say, "Just hold me," because I'm so <laughs> safe right now. Same thing with this woman. I would just be like, "Can I just fucking rest my head on your gorgeous fucking areolas?" And you tell me that I'm safe as <laughs> fuck. Probably so soft that Donald Trump can never get to me here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and their names were terrible too. It was like Martha and Laura. Yeah, I, I, mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's not as bad as Francis. My grand my grandmama's name was Francis, and I would always vomit. I'll call her my me moms, but like at the same time, like people would call her Fran. I would say, stop calling her that because it sounds like a dirty, like gross pan that you cooked bacon in for four months and didn't wash it. <laughs> so, okay. That's so, she, so she wants like. to fuck him, and he goes, Well, I, I would dry, but I've been taking some medication. And then they bang like four times. In yeah. A row. Well, I like when they go in, when they first go in there. She's like, "There's a sink over there that you can wash the shrimp and paste." I was like, off "That's <laughs> not a good sign." Yeah. Like, well, that there's a sink in. Like, there. go wash your Robert Smith dick over there. Your Harry Potts cock. Yeah, and then so then he he like after they bang or whatever, he finds out that like he, he goes downstairs to get he food. He has to pay. He They're has like, to pay them. What did they say? Like a hundred thousand euros. And, uh, so and it was something not fucking ridiculous. Like three hundred bucks. And he writes Lira a check as you do. Yeah, as you do when you're well, when you're each, banging the woman of the night. But each thing was a different charge. Like she said, she loved him. That was another yeah. charge. He was going to stay the night. Charge? That was even more charge. Um, so he, charge? he he goes back and he puts the space heater under the sheet. He with puts her. it like right it's, against her punani so it sizzles fire. like pork roll. He does. He burns the apartment down. and kills all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then the next day, the cop shows up as he's at the cemetery, and he's like holding the sizzled check in front of his face like don't worry we're all worldly men here we know it wasn't you that did this though yeah but we've got oh, the guy he turned he, himself in he killed them the, and then killed his wife and the, child no it's the classic saying bros before hoes mm-hmm. he's he's sticking to the pact <coughs> but francesco is pissed because he's like somebody's stealing my murders yeah i gotta see who this is so he goes to the mental hospital to look for the guy who is in a coma. I mean, that wouldn't yeah. happen. You wouldn't have... And it turns out there's Brad Pitt from 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> and, and apparently, instead of being intubated, you just have a little bit of an oxygen a, tube. Yeah. You just have like a, a plastic well, tube in your mouth. He's also got a tube that's draining the blood from his lungs. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there's a the yeah. suction tube. There's a, su- a suction bucket with Look, blood. They just Didn't pop, he just they drink just... a bunch of chemicals? Isn't oh, that what he did? He said that he drank a bottle of iodine. That's like, what it was. He goes up to Franco and he's like... What kind of friend are you stealing my mischief? Do I look like I just fell off the turnip truck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my but like, God. why did he 
do that. This 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 is when this movie kind of spirals. No so weird. Sense. No, it's, it's so weird. it makes perfect sense. Um. So yeah, you got to think. You got to think about this and movie. And he's like, I don't no, know you. No, this is not the kind of movie that you could just watch and take it at face value. You have to think of the bigger picture. So yeah, but it, this is weird, right? It it's is. really weird because the the tube comes out of Franco's mouth, and he says everything is shit except for sleep, right? And then one by one, like when a nurse comes in, a doctor comes the, the in. Nun, oh, the, the nun comes them. in. And he, sh- he shoots a nun in the face. The doctor comes in and thinks the nun's praying on the ground. Yes, yes. And he shoots, he and shoots then, the doctor. And then a nurse comes in and screams and he shoots her. And Th- then Franco kind of wakes up and he's like, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. Go away. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that way, though. No. And, th- and so as Fra- Francesco's leaving, he's going down he the stairs. The this cop. is when he runs into the detective. Oh, I love this fucking scene. It's um, the best. There's a madman loose shooting people. Oh, you have a gun? Good, Good. job. You can defend yourself. And he's and- like, it was me. <laughs> and like, he goes back to the cemetery. And he confronts death again. Yes. And he says this little monologue, you and I are the same. We kill out of indifference, out of love sometimes, but never out of hate. We both also love Sisters of Mercy. <laughs> and Echo of the Bunny Men. And, ba- and Bauhaus. And Bauhaus. Um, Take my ta- <laughs> My ta- so, so Francesco decides he's leaving, right? So he they packs, and the VW together. They pack, they pack the bags. In. They take well, the, the little no, coffin. No, no, you guys missed the part when he's talking to Death. Yeah, he talks to Death, and he's like, "And Death is like, you fucked up. You fucked up big time. You're incapable of running this shit. Sit your five dollar ass down before I make some motherfucking change." I never liked you anyway, pretty motherfucker. Wesley Snipes, New Jack City. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you tied that in. Good for you, Jesse. I did it. Good for you. Um, yeah, so they leave, and uh, as they're driving away, Francesco throws the key to the cemetery gate out the window. He does. And uh, they knock a bicyclist down, and yeah, that's they no, try to kill like, him. No, this is like <laughs> they Steph. Tried to Anytime kill him. I'm driving, Steph is holding on to the sidearm thing, like squeezing it, like sweating <laughs> so the whole time, annoying. and holding on to like the thing. Like I'm the worst driver ever. Like I've ever gotten mm-hmm. us into any accidents that were my fault. Now, <laughs> they weren't my fault, Steph. No, one well, but, well, one was narrowly avoided. That would have been wholly oh, your fault. Oh God! Oh, but the John was there on for the that way one. to the wedding. No, yes. it wouldn't have been my fault. You guys fault. are like, let's no, no. ruin this no, bitch's you were, wedding. Somebody. It would have been Instagram's fault, and I'd be a millionaire right now because <laughs> no, I would have sued their. I would have sued their fucking asses off Zuckerberg. The road. <laughs> I would have been owning Zuckerberg's asshole. <laughs> he doesn't have that Instagram. He doesn't, he doesn't have to shit anymore. So they knock. Um, oh, he owns Instagram. They no. knock. Yeah, yeah, Facebook owns Instagram. Do they? Yeah, yeah they bought it. They've been owning that shit. Yeah, oh, that's why no. they changed the fucking stupid algorithm bullshit. I don't um, like it anymore. So they knock the bicyclist down, and uh, and he's like, "Don't worry, we'll get the next one." And he's like, yeah, "I know every bump. Of, I never know every bump in this road." And then he runs over a rock, and he's like, "That one there." Bumps. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's a tunnel approaching, and past this tunnel is the rest of the world. What do you think the rest of the world looks like? You're right. It's a world of pure imagination. You know, Willy Wonka is out of this movie. And then, as they approach the other end of the tunnel, it's just like a blinding, a blinding white light. And then they, yeah, slam on the brakes. 
Nagi Nog- smashes his yeah. face in the dashboard. And then the coffin flies off. He basically thinks that Nagi's dead. Because yeah. he comes out and he does like collapse and then he can't like revive him. He goes and gets the gun. Right, because he's gonna... Because he thinks he's gonna like come back. So he wants to just kill him and so he doesn't right. have to come back again. And then you get that big, long uh, poem that John read at the beginning of the podcast. And this is basically when he has like an epiphany that bas- that Nagi was his friend. And he yeah. admi- he admits that like, Nagi, you were my best friend and I didn't even realize it. And then Nagi wakes up, and he throws the gun off the cliff, kind of like weirdly. You see yeah, it, like, I'm not of, sure why they did that. Kind of yeah. Drops into the yeah, drops into the mist. And then this is the first time in the whole movie where you hear Nagi go, "Could you take me home, please?" And then my spaghetti is back says, there. Yeah, yeah. Rupe responds like Nagi would, yeah. Yeah. and then the credits roll. Yeah, and then it's a snow globe again. I I think okay, I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Um, I think it's really fun. It it's reminds me. It reminds me a lot of uh, Peter Jackson. Yes. Um like it's it's like kind of goofy and weird and but for me the movie loses it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it's it has a certain feel to it and then it's like when he starts killing people it it confuses me a little bit. Um but then it, then it's very confusing. But I do like it. Okay, so that's it. Oh wow. <laughs> that was your best yeah, review. I think it's really I, mean, fun. I think it's a really fun movie. It's really different. It's w- fun. It was pretty funny. We were talking about this movie um when we were going to a zoo. <laughs> oh, we, I always say like Steph needs to do like a little like Two like one sentence review <laughs> of movies because it's confusing. But she like always it. does like the best like summary of movies. So like basically when we're going to exhume, I was like, oh yeah, and um, they're playing New Year's Eve at this thing too, and she's like, oh, is that when they? What did you say? I was like, oh, is that the movie where there's a show and a guy calls in? <laughs> and I was like, Steph, I wish that was the IMDb like review of a movie. There's a place and a guy calls in, and that's it. People just be like, whoa, gotta see this but fucking was, one. It was the movie. Run to the theater and see this movie. A guy, there's a place and a guy calls in. Well, you're good at summarizing things. <laughs> I was like, that is like I was fucking dying laughing. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, no, I recommend this movie. I think people should watch it. It's um, it's it's different, but it's it's. It's funny. It's goofy, and the ending is like, really ambiguous, though, because you don't really don't know like what the hell's been happening the whole. Like, mm-hmm. was this really all happening? Like, was he really killing the dead when they returned? Right? Did he really kill all those people? There's a lot of surrealism going yeah. on. Yeah, a so, lot of surrealism. But mm-hmm. yeah, everyone should watch it. Yeah, seven point five. Okay. Yeah, Melissa. I mean, it's free on YouTube, so you should watch it <laughs> on there for free. What do you say, Melissa? Uh, five point five. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. It had its moments that were entertaining, like the little fucking fiddle yeah. thing with the, with the fucking head following him. Oh, and man. like the different just like characters in it. But like it was too all over the place. And I get like Jesse's going to talk about like what they were trying to achieve and like what they were trying to say with it. But at the end of the day, like, no. <laughs> I, mean, I mean it's really it's easy to just say a that hot mess. i mean that's why i said with alter carbon yeah. it's like it's, at, the, at the end of the day she had the fucking net yeah yeah um i think it's like a perfect marriage of uh peter jackson and dario argento's i i haven't seen this this other director's work so i don't know what to compare it to but that's the impression i mean this I is get. yeah and this is i mean i'll tell you this is his best work like okay not that not that it's kind of figured because i had seen this like and it's crazy because like you would like i wanted to see more stuff after i saw this movie and this is basically when he stopped doing like shit like like horror he just uh, up stopped. until me seeing this again this was like a fever dream for me because i had seen this in the late 90s and never knew what what it was called i don't remember how i saw it but i i keep I keep remembering scenes from this fucking movie and never knowing what to place it to until I had watched it again and actually seen it. But yeah, I don't, I don't know all the themes I was trying to do. I know it's trying to be pretty fucking deep with everything, but I hadn't really sat down and thought about it after I had watched it. That's a cool thing about this movie. I think though I do. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, the theme, like 
you know, what Melissa said sort of was, was that, you know, there's the stuff going on at the, at the cemetery, but there's also the theme of she reoccurring and also the mass murders that are happening in town. If you're, I mean, different. this is the kind of movie, like to me, um, just finish your thing, John. And I'll, and no, I'll, I'll sorry, go, ahead, go ahead. What was your number? Yeah. Though? What's your number? Oh, my number. Um, I think it's an eight. So to me, like I've seen this movie multiple times at this point and it's not like, and to me, like if you're only watching this movie once and you're taking it as face value, you're really missing like the whole point of the whole movie, which like to me, like it's a very cool movie because I feel like when you watch a lot of horror movies, especially with the movies we cover in this podcast, you don't really get a lot of like movies that are very like more than surface level. It's like, you know, you don't, yeah, yeah. you don't have to see, you don't have to look behind things. And I think it's cool. Like for a change to be able to talk about things that are a little more like deeper than what we usually talk about in this podcast, which is just like slashers that are just fun. You know, intruder we did last and like that, that's a, that's a fun movie and shit like that. But like this movie is cool because I feel like it does have little subtle nuances that you get to pick up on. If you watch it multiple times, you kind of get to, and it's not going to be the same for everybody. I feel like, like with movies like this, it's cool because you do get to decide what it means to you and stuff like that. But, um, just a few things. I feel like this movie is cool because it succeeds on like a whole lot of levels where it's not just like campy and schlocky, but it's also able to do like a lot of like as existential and like philosophical shit at the same time yeah. without like really ever beating you over the head with it. But it's definitely there. Like if you think about it a little more than just being like what, you know, what's presented in front of you. So, um, I wrote down a ton of shit here and I'll just like go over it a little bit, but I'm not trying to be boring here, but like, I feel like it's a fun, uh, it's a fun time to just bring up stuff like this. Cause like I said, we don't get the chance to really do it on this podcast. But at the end in particular, I think it's cool um, because the whole movie for me is basically like he's trying to figure out the difference between life and death. He's trying to figure out like, you know, what's the difference between life and death. And um, at the end, when he finally when he finally realizes that like Nagi's he he, to me, like it's like was Nagi really talking normal the whole time and he just and he just didn't hear it. Right. Or, you know, or maybe it was meant to be like that. But at the end, when he finally hears him say something. He finally finds like something that means something to him and he's able to grasp it. And then he hears Nagi for the first time actually talk. Yeah. And it's like, to me, that's like symbolic of him finding out like not, not necessarily like the meaning of life, but what life means for him. And then not being able to escape like the whole cemetery kind of thing is almost like him. Like he exists because of the cemetery. So without the cemetery, like he wouldn't exist. Like that's like his purpose in this world. He's also very, if you think about it, he's very self-absorbed. Oh, he is totally yes. stumbled And that's another cool thing about the movie. It's like he he sees like I mean, like he's not mean to Nagi, but at the same time he like he definitely puts himself he's above dismissive. him. He's and, dismissive. and I think like that's another symbolism part of the movie where like in the movie, Nagi lives in the basement and he's always talking above him and looking down at the crack and talking to him through the crack the whole time. And right. you know, so it's basically like him it's like he has his whole life and it's very mundane to him, but he has that one little thing in his life where basically he feels like he's superior to somebody. Yeah. And then at the end it's all wiped clean because basically he he's upset because Nagi's gone and that's the only friend he really ever had. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously you could talk about the snow globe. Um, I, I mean, that's a fun little thing because like in the snow globe in the beginning, he's holding the snow globe, but he's shaking it. Right. And like, that's meant to like represent like his life and he puts it down right next to the skull and the skull is like supposed to represent death. Mm. And the skull is kind of like a puzzle that he's trying to put together the whole movie, which is kind of like what the movie right, itself is. Yeah. Like, it's like a puzzle you get to put it together yourself you know what each part of the puzzle means as a whole it's like kind of like this movie is like a bunch of like small vignettes that when you put them together makes more of like a bigger picture of what's actually going on he talks about that in the interview that if you view this as like a comic strip and it's the vignettes of a comic strip that you would get in installments it's more understandable than looking at it as an entire movie with complete arcs to it but did viewers get that 
I feel like it didn't translate. I feel like I feel like the it average does. people don't. Well, I don't, don't try it, to go deeper. Yeah, I, I I partially agree with Melissa. I think repeated watching will make you probably translate that better. But as it comes off watching, because it opens, it, well, it's supposed to be comedic. That's that's yeah. oh, definitely that. Totally. So that's why I just take it at face value, and I don't seek a deeper. The, no, no, they're the, comic, the, the pulpiness is is more or less the structure, not necessarily the tone. Right. Right, but, I know, I agree. But, but also, the movie starts off being grounded as a quote-unquote horror movie because they're trying to, you know, they uh, the, as the movie progresses, the scope goes into the town and the surrounding area, but the very opening of the movie, the first half of the movie, is the cemetery. It's all about the cemetery. Right. No, and I agree, and I think, like, there is definitely, like, there's comic parts of this movie, and you could take a lot of this movie at face value, but I feel like if you really want to appreciate the movie and what the movie's trying to tell you, you have to think a little deeper, and I'm not trying to say it's, like, a super deep movie, because I don't really think it is, but it has cool things it's trying to tell you the whole way through, and the whole, like, incarnations of, like, she, the girl that's in it, Mm -hmm. it's basically, like, you know, he's trying to find, the whole purpose of this movie is, like, love and death, and, like, the movie's not so much about, like, death, it's about, like, it's about living, and how about how living is way worse than death itself. And, like, there's very, there's a bunch of incarnations of, like, this girl he's obsessed with, but I feel like the way, what they're trying to portray with that is that, basically, like, love is always gonna end the same way. It always, love always ends in death, and, like, no matter how many iterations you have of love throughout your life, it's always gonna end in disappointment and death, and, like, so that's what they're trying to... The, the fact that they look the same is just meant to represent that it is all the same in the end. It doesn't really matter, you know? So there's a lot of cool shit. And I would tell people, like, if you haven't watched this movie, it's definitely a movie you can watch the first time and enjoy just for it being fun. And yeah. it is, uh, and it is like John said, it's surreal. It does have, like, it feels dreamy. A lot of yeah. stuff feels dreamy in it. And um, the special effects are super fun. I mean, for me, it's a 10. I fucking yeah. love this movie. It's great. There's nothing wrong I could say about this movie. It feels like a Peter Jackson movie. It needs a um, Blu-ray so I can see the practical effects better. It feels... Mm. I don't know. It's just... It does everything right for me. It, it does everything I love. It's not... It's not... It, it is very subtle in parts, but then in other parts, it's... It lets you decide what it is to also, you, and I love that about horror movies. Also, probably that. one of the best depictions of the Grim Reaper I've seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, oh, it's, it's cool. so cool. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. It reminded me of something else that we've probably watched, but I, I can't remember Spookies? What it was. There's a Grim Reaper in Spookies. <laughs> no. I mean, if this reminds you of Spookies, Spookies and explodes. <laughs> no, it was really awesome with the wings and everything. It was really cool. Yeah, there's a lot, there's of, one there's one a lot of great... I mean, like, he did take the best... He did take really great aspects from Argento, and he really did apply it to what he was trying to do. And it makes me sad that he wasn't, he didn't really keep trying to do stuff. And I mean, like, listen, it's not a, horror is not always a fruitful endeavor. And like, this became a cult classic years after the fact. So it wasn't yeah. like he made tons of money off this, but I'm 100% glad he made this movie. There's it's, a, it's, it's, it's beautiful. There's a really cool Reaper in uh, Scrooge. Yeah, maybe it's that. Been a yes, long I, time. I know. That, I don't remember that. Hundred percent. One. Oh, that's the best. That's I the, watch that every Christmas. What's, what's the last ghost of Christmas? The gross, uh, Pat, Christmas present. Future, future, future. It's, future. it's a Grim Reaper. Oh, no, he's and really and good. And it's Doctor Emmett Brown. <laughs> All right. Well, um, what is it? it right? Where did I get this movie? Uh, oh, on DB. Yeah, so I'm always forgetting. What that. did you give it? I know. I think it was 7.3. Yeah, 7.3. I love I love Cemetery Man. 7.3 on IMDb and then a 63% of Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. It's uh, it is it's almost like a Peter Jackson movie mixed with something yeah. a, a little more. Yeah. And it's fun. It's a fucking fun ass movie. I can't say anything like better about it. Yeah. It's got great characters. It's like as they're not really like it's not a whole lot of scenes going on in this movie. It's kind of confined to the cemetery. It's great. I would say if you really want a good double feature, watch Dead Alive and fucking this movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you become Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to announce the next movie. 
the next one is a Patreon pick by our buddy Benny Graves. Benny Graves, we're catching Benny. up. He's now. a doctor. He is a do- doctor. I like to butt fuck. <laughs> From the director who brought you Transmutations. Oh, thank God for that movie. And Little Devils, The Birth, which I'm going to mention this because we saw Trick or Treat last night, stars Mark Price. Oh, Mark he is Price. the metalhead. He's Ragman. Yeah. Ragman! Ragman! <laughs> um, and, and actually, I just found out that fucking Houdini plays a song at the end of Trick or Treat. Holy fucking shit. It's the, the best song. It is the best song. The like, Haunted House if, of Rock? The Haunted House it? of Rock. If you ever listen, I'm, I'm going to play it at the beginning of the podcast so you hear a little bit of it in the beginning of, um, of, of this episode. But like, if you like the Freaks Come Out at Night, the album before that was The Haunted House of Rock and this particular song... Good best. fucking God help you. You'll just listen to it on loop. <laughs> it's the best. Um, and it, so this was written by Clive Barker. He's pure evil, pure power, pure terror. Pure penetration. It's Raw Head Rex from 1986. Oh boy. You are one of God's teachers. God! <laughs> he is God! A lot of people anticipating that one. Uh, it's fun. It's a funny-ass movie. It's Ridiculous. basically like WWF of horror movies. <laughs> oh in Scotland. Gosh. Yeah, in Scotland. <laughs> I wonder what Melissa's going to think. Mm-hmm. I think Melissa's going to have a hard time with this movie because it's like treated very serious. Yeah, it is. But then you see Rawhead Rex and he looks like... I, did, I already saw pictures. I mean, in my head, it was going to be a dinosaur <laughs> running around. It's not, though. I mean, but it's, a it's horn, not. It's, but it's a hornia gorilla. It's like a hornia gorilla. It is. Yeah. Slash rhino. Who looks like... I don't know. Who looks like Blackie Lawless from Wasp <laughs> if he was on, like, steroids. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, right after that, I'm going to mention uh, our new patrons. And there's a lot to mention because we've, you know, been on a hiatus for and a I few think, weeks. And I think Steph missed some the last time we did it. So. I may have. Oh, um, you may yeah, have. call her out. No, so, I mean, good you, idea. no you did because I yelled at you. Okay. So, uh, Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake, I'm sorry we missed you last time, buddy. Yeah. And, oh he, and he's at the $50 level now. Listen. So. Whoa. I, yeah. I beat Steph's Balling. ass for missing you last time. Oh, wait, did Balling. he pick a movie? With his dick. He did, and we'll discuss it later. Okay. Um, and I thank you guys that, for, like, I listened last time I said, like, we're all caught up on the $50 level, and then all of a sudden people started ponying yeah, up. Hell yeah. Stepping up to the plate, showing Satan some fucking goddamn dollar bills. That's what it's about. Give me that fucking money up. Yeah, I think we got two, two new $50. Uh, Dex Barrett. Lucas Nord, um, Jason Demotica, Ross Kiley, Rick. I don't know how to say Rick's last name. Rick Yengas. I don't know Rick. I'm sorry. I'm gonna call buddy. him Rick Chimichanga. <laughs> sorry, Rick. Because I know he. No, it's like Hot Wired Soul. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Dude, he's OG. He's I can a- see him in my head. Yeah. I know yeah. what you look like. Because he makes Rick. the same expression I mean, in every picture. <laughs> I mean, Rick. Rick's been slacking with supporting us on Patreon, but he's been supporting my soul. Since the beginning. Since the beginning. Yeah. So. He sent us Lost Boy stuff, right? Whatever. Yeah, he's yeah. the best. He's a little treasure. Like, I, I see his... Every time I see a picture of Rick, I'm just like, look at that little treasure, and I want to pinch his cheeks. <laughs> I mean, um, as have, one does. I have two more. Um, Brom Bones and Matt... Okay, listen, Matt. I'm going to say your name wrong, too. I'm sorry. It's either Jimino... Himino, Yimino, I don't know, but what? it's Matt. <laughs> Was that supposed to rap? Jimino, Himino, I don't know. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's it. So thank you guys so much for thank uh, you, thank your, you for guys. your patronage. Thank you for all you guys supporting us. Thank you for continuing to support us, even though there's been no new episodes. Um, we're going to get back into obviously recording every week again and doing content more regularly. But I really do appreciate you guys sticking by us through all this bullshit um, that's been happening. You know, real life stuff happens, and it does suck. And you know, we're just regular people at the end of the day, so stuff comes up every now and then, and it sucks, but we have you guys supporting us, and it means a lot. It sure does. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so, <clears throat> you guys know where to find us, hopefully. We're on Instagram, Say You Love Satan Podcast. On Facebook, Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast. 
website is sayyoulovesatanpodcast.com. On there, you can email us. You can go to our Redbubble shop. You can uh, leave us a voicemail, and you can click on the banner for Patreon. Yeah, leave us a, a voicemail. How about so we get some voicemails oh lately? Actually, how about, listen, make yourself Uh-oh. a little to-do list Ideas. from Jessup. There we go. Take Ideas. out a fucking goddamn piece of fucking paper from your composition book. That I know you got under your bed. Yeah, but you shouldn't rip paper out of them because then they fall apart. I don't care. Take a fucking page <laughs> out of your fucking stupid ass journal where you're always complaining about your mom. How, how write much it you, in your tablet. How much your mom sucks. Listen, make a little to-do list of three things. Number one thing, write us a review on fucking iTunes. Let's okay. do that because like we haven't been doing anything for the last like, month and like hardly any fucking reviews have come through. But there's like 92 episodes up there that you could have fucking wrote something nice about. So why don't you get off your fucking ass and do that. Okay, number two... Maybe consider becoming a Patreon member. Maybe. I mean, at the dollar level, it's like, it's like, listen, three-hour show for a dollar a month. Like, there's no deals like that that exhaust on this fucking realm of we call Earth. It's true. And number three, I don't remember what that was. Because uh, <laughs> follow us on our new thing. Yeah, what about the new things, Steph? Oh, yeah, we just made an account for uh, Vero, but we haven't actually done much yet. So ch- if you're on there, check us out. Vero is like a thing that's like Instagram, but there's no algorithms to bury people that you want to be yeah, involved so with more directly. Yeah, a little directly. bit of an exodus over so like, to uh, I mean, like, it's basically for artists, but I'm a, we're fucking artists. Like, we're, 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 we're creating things. Like, we're, already, we're audio terrorists. That's what we do. <laughs> we just fucking say just depravity into the microphones for you to enjoy. Yep, that's sure kind of That's artistic in, sure some, in some way. Yep. I'm sure. Thanks, right. guys. So until next episode. Buy my product. No. <laughs> Say you love Satan. Satan. Because of the end of civilization, the Clamp Cable Network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming. But more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life. Wow.